0: Episode sixteen: Trying to Make a Dead Man Proud. I'm your host Ryan. I'm Chuck, and uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, after the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, how the holiday go for you, Chuck?
1: Pretty good. Uh, it's actually quite nice. We went to my mother's house and had dinner, and then came back, and that was it. Okay. Got prepared for Black Friday. Uh, the wife went out at like you know a little bit before ten o'clock to go to Toys R Us and get anything good. I didn't, but Uh-oh. she did. Okay. <laughs> for the you know. <laughs> Myself, I guess she didn't tell me, she didn't show me, okay. But uh, yeah, we've got a lot of uh stuff for the kids. We got a couple of kids we're buying for, and um, spending a lot of your money, spending a lot of my money, yeah, way too much, <laughs> way too much. Yeah.
0: Well, as you know, my holidays once again sucked, nice. Uh, in well, I get in some respect it sucked, in some respect it was good, okay. Um, my wife got sick, um, n- never good, which is never good, but because she was sick, I didn't want to leave her alone on Thanksgiving, and I was supposed to go down to Columbus with my family. But because she was sick, I stayed here. A fucking bonus, yes. So I didn't have to yes. I didn't have to go with my family. Yes. Win, win, win. <laughs> so other than dealing with a little bit of uh, coughing here and there, uh, it was kind of a quiet holiday. Nice. Which is kind of good, I guess. Gee, now you now the, the hungry man dinner for one? No. Now, the downside of it <laughs> is I did not get any turkey or uh, all the Thanksgiving foods we talked about in the yeah, last episode. Yeah. Got none of that.
1: Should have went to Boston Market. So, hooked yourself up. Well, I'm thinking...
0: We're going to be pretty much spending Christmas Eve and stuff like that alone. I might make myself like a little turkey. Maybe should. A smaller one, so. I yeah. Mean, or a big one. Or a big one. I've done that. Deep fried. Our first Thanksgiving yeah. together, I made a turkey. And for you guys who don't know, my, yeah. my wife's a vegetarian. She don't eat meat. So she doesn't <laughs> she eat But she makes the ball. <laughs> yes. buzzing. Wow. I've been waiting for that for a while. So anyways... So I, yeah, I made a, uh, I think I think a bone looking, I don't know. I think it was like a 20 pound turkey. (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ. (laughs) We didn't even buy that many for the family. No,
0: I don't know how big it was, but it was, it was more than one person. Yeah, I was eating turkey for seven days
1: straight. (laughs) Oh yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I like turkey. Um, That was the bad part about it though, because we went to my mom's and we came back and she gave us a little plate of leftovers, but it's like the next day it's like, there's, there's no more turkey. Yeah. Now, yeah, but the good part is we don't have to get up early, and we don't have to prepare the food right, and that's, do all the stuff. So there's no preparation, there's no cooking. Yeah, that's a plus. which is great. Yeah. That's that's a great that's, that's the plus. The downside right. is I didn't get my wife's cooking, which is really good. That's right. where she shines at. She comes through with all that. That's why you married her. One of the reasons it's in the top five. <laughs> like being the top two. <laughs> no, there's personality, conversational ability. She's not listening to this one. Sex, cooking. And I've got nothing else. I don't know.
0: Really, personality's number one.
1: <laughs> I would go with sex, <laughs> cooking. I'm trying to be nice. Personality. She, I told you she's not going to listen to this episode. Instincts. Oh, it's just sex. Uh, the left boob, the right boob. Yeah, cooking. Yeah, that's it. Everything that's in between the boobs. Yeah, she holds a job pretty well. <laughs> gotta look, gotta give it up for that, right, guys? She's a ta- <laughs> she's a tax write off. She's a tax write off. Yeah. Good times. Good times, yeah. So,
0: uh, so I got a bone to pick with you. Ooh. <laughs> not the, uh, not the me, bone you were talking about earlier. <laughs> I'll just put it back in my pants then. So, so, where the fuck's the pie? Pie? Oh, yeah, we were supposed to have pie. Yeah. Fuck. Last episode, you said we're going to be pieing it up, and I was like, I'm all for it. And I was, now, uh, where the fuck's the pie? I got the pie. I bought a
1: tea bag. <laughs> I'm making hot tea. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like 26 degrees outside, dude. That, it's fucking cold. That kind of tea bag. <laughs> so.
0: I was getting nervous yeah. again. Cause yeah, lay down. <laughs> you've you've dropped this on your face. You've been talking about on um, ETM seeing naked oh, yeah, video yeah. podcasts, and now now we have tea bags. Yeah, on Victor's
1: me. one that blow us. I'm just going to get in line. I mean,
0: whatever. <laughs> That's not a line I want to be in. Close
1: your eyes. I'll oh, come so, on.
0: So, <laughs> so so let no. <laughs> so anyways, so no, I Victor. So I don't and speak of ETM, right. So I get no pie from you. Oh yeah, and yeah. I get no Nightwing from Bill.
1: Oh, yeah, what's up with that? That? <laughs> that thing hasn't showed up yet? No. Nice. <laughs> Fucker. Bill. So I'll put that. So, so lay it down for you if guys. If you promise someone a Nightwing figure, you really should right. come through with right. that.
0: Well, that's the thing. I'm not one to beg. I'm not one to beg. <laughs> but, but where the fuck's my Nightwing? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but Bill was co- uh, communicating with me on the forums. I said I don't have a Nightwing fi- figure, even though he's one of my favorite characters. And yeah. Bill's like, oh, I think I have an extra one. Send me your guy's address. I'll send it to you. So I was like, all right, cool. So I sent him the address. Then a little bit later, I was like, "Okay, do you still have that Nightwing? If you don't, that's cool. I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah, just hey, did, whatever. Just yeah. wanted to know if I should be expecting something in the mail.
1: Yeah, or should I just you know
0: go pick one up? Right. So then he goes, "Oh, I lost your guy's address. I was like, okay, well, here it is again. <laughs> so <laughs> you sent it to him twice. Sent it to him twice. Wow. And now, Girl. and now up? it's been four months since then, maybe around
1: there. I don't know." I don't think he's coming, buddy. No, I don't think he's coming. He's I, not coming. I think
0: I go get my own Nightwing.
1: Maybe Nightwing's with Lucas. Maybe. <laughs> he's MIA with we, Lucas. We still got Lucas. <laughs> he's in the trunk over there. Yeah, so. He's trying to get out. Hope you've been feeding him. No.
0: Oh, shit. We're, we're trying. He's kind of thin to begin didn't with. Didn't you get the episode's title? We're trying to make a dead man proud. Oh, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas was the dead man. Wa won wa. Wasn't us. It wasn't our fault. OU812 snapped. Oh, he killed him. Oh, we're we're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah granted, we shouldn't just have a assassin droid. Yeah, we shouldn't just have an assassin robot laying around. Well, yeah. you know, hey, that, when in Rome, hey, when when he wants to kill, he's gonna kill. So I, um... <laughs> I can't control him, officer. Right. So, we've got not a lot of issues to cover this time. No, no. Kind of light on the issue. Um, we have a little bit of listener feedback, a uh-huh. little bit of listener comments or questions. A yeah. couple uh, of toy reviews. couple, of, Quite a few toy reviews. So stick around. Quite a few toy reviews. So
1: stick around.
0: And actually, by the time you guys hear this episode, I should have all of our past toy reviews up, because I've already started it.
1: Yay! I've gotten
0: four of them up, and I have five more
1: to go. You should insert some random applause here. Yes, absolutely.
0: And to make my job That much more difficult We're doing what Five more Fucking toy reviews Oh yeah Yeah The yeah. two there Three four five Yeah five Yeah five. five more so Yeah five Yeah so Fuck me in the ass <laughs> Word Word Just when, <laughs> Just when I think I'm getting ahead Little finger bang huh Yeah Uh, you like one or two n- None uh, anyways. <laughs> So anyways now we we're getting No Ryan on another level here No So One or two I don't know It depends on the mood Go with the pinky first Warm it up <laughs> My God. <laughs> well, you don't want to jam the metal one in. That's a proctologist. Are, are you making up for the launch that you didn't do last yeah, episode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways. I'm unleashed. Uh, you'll also see on a couple our, of top tens we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to do a couple top fives. Little,
1: top fives? You did top ten? No, I did top five. Okay. But if there's two and I add it together, that's ten. Right. But they're totally different subjects. But we can't even number these episodes right. <laughs> that's true. This is what, like, episode. 49. <laughs> it's like 16. Actually, I think it's
0: our 28th episode. Woo, 28. So, yeah, so we're getting up there. We're too old for me to date. Well, and that's actually one thing that was really cool that I noticed is we've totally fulfilled our promise to our listeners. We said we would give them at least two episodes every month. We've already fulfilled that promise. There you go. And... In winter break, we're off till January. <laughs> so See you bitches later. So here's how I view it. By the time... We're done. We're gonna probably have thirty episodes. Are out. we breaking up the band? No, no, no. <laughs> we're done by, by the time we're done with this year. Oh, oh yeah, this year. Yeah. We'll probably have thirty episodes up. Nice, because this is a, the twenty eighth one. Okay, we're gonna do a commentary for
1: Christmas. Christmas commentary,
0: and I one have more, yeah. plenty of material to put together a uh, another blooper episode. Yeah, or maybe we'll record again. Maybe we will. Who knows? We'll get to get together for that commentary. commentary oh, yeah, so. yeah, definitely. So that's going to take some yeah, time. Yeah, stay tuned for that. You want yeah. to tell them what it is? No. Ooh. It's going to be a secret. But here's the cool thing about the commentary that's coming Holy up. Next, ep- next episode is going to be a commentary. It's going to be kind of a movie commentary. But you guys are not going to have to worry about getting the material for it. Yeah. Because we're going to provide it for you.
1: Ta-da! So
0: we'll provide you a link that you'll go to. Then you'll start watching it with us. There you go. So, it's going to be very cool, but I don't want to say what it is. Maybe some people can figure out what it's going to be, but... Maybe it's Christmas time, it's holiday time, maybe it's something like that. Let me put it to you this way. It's going to be two hours of my life I'm never going to get back again. Oh, we're going to watch Rise of Cobra. (laughs) No! Good. That's not not a holiday time. Oh, thank God. Oh, we're doing that movie. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Just not now. Uh... So prepare yourself for next year.
1: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skulls. <laughs> no, uh, we should we shit. should do that one too. <laughs> ah, save that for spring. Easter, 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 right? Yeah.
0: Crystal skulls, Easter, sure. Crystal you, balls, you paint, eggs, you, paint, you paint the skulls different colors. Well,
1: I don't know.
0: So, <laughs> I'm anyways. Catholic. What are you? I'm Catholic. But, All right. Um, so, anyways, praise Jehovah. And then, <laughs> then Jesus comes out of the skull. Ah, oh, don't go there. <laughs> Get blasphemous on you know. So, anyways... That's a yeah, religious anyways, section of the show. <laughs> anyways, I'm working on getting all of our uh, covers to every issue we covered in 2010. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want you guys to uh, go with us and vote on those. They're on uh, Facebook, yeah. because in January... Yep. One of the first episodes we're going to do in January is going to be a whole awards nomination yeah. episode, and then in February probably is when we'll have the actual winners announced. Yeah. We have a lot of topics that we feel will be great for nominating. We're going to come up with the nominations. You guys just get to vote on them. And if you don't like our nominations, you can always do a write-in vote also. Ooh, right. Okay. So the ways you'll be able to contact us, you'll see uh, polls on the forums. (laughs) Poll. You'll see discussion threads on Facebook. And you can also email us if that's the only way you have to contact us. Yeah, yeah. But if there was ever time to become a Facebook fan... It's now. It's now because all the covers are going up there and you get to see every single All issue. the covers
1: for GI Joe variants are there, all the covers for Star Wars, all the covers for Transformers, all the books that we covered in that particular year. They're all going to be up there. We're going to look for who had the best cover, who had the worst cover. Right. Artists, writers, Artist, writers writer, characters, yeah. all, all that stuff. The best type story, which was the best book that you read right out of each three or best book overall, you know. All, we,
0: yeah, we, we have a, a pretty much figured like out... kind of like Marvel's our...
1: No Prize, that's what they're going right. to win, uh, No Prize.
0: And we'll, and we'll reveal what the award is yeah. around that time, when we do the nominations, we'll, yeah. we'll disclose that. So so anyways... We've got a
1: lot of, lot of stuff that we're
0: Absolutely. working on. So anyways, we do have uh, some listener feedback, so why don't we go ahead and get into that. You ready to go into the Jedi Holocron? Let's do okay. it. Alright, let's get into the listener feedback with the Jedi Holocron.
1: On, around. All right, so uh, he's playing with Lucas's skull. Dude, put that down. Why do you always mess with him? I, I, He's right over there, and he's got his skull in his hand. That's not cool. It makes him happy. He's defiling it. It's the holiday season. He's trying to put bulbs in it and light it up on top of his tree. That's wrong. It's festive. It looks good, but, but it's, it's wrong. It's festive. Well, yeah, I guess so. If you're an assassin robot, I mean, that's that's what you put on top of your tree. Right. Uh, so. Skull. Right.
0: <laughs> so we've gotten a lot of feedback from Jamie Dahl. Yeah. Uh, on he's on our website posting on every episode that he's listened to. I love that kid. <laughs> I'm not gonna go over every feedback that he did. Yeah. But yeah, we he, are. No, we're (laughs)
1: not in detail. But (laughs) we're gonna go over the episode stuff. Jamie says, (laughs) right? No, he's a regular on Open Your Toys uh, cast, Open Your Toys podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, anyway, some of his feedback from the last episode, he said, "Are you guys posting your comic reviews and pics of the issues on Facebook page?" Yes. And the bounty hunter set, I think you were talking about, is that scene from Empire and Darth Talon is smoking hot. And then he followed that up by saying Roadhouse.
1: Roadhouse, yes. So, fuck yeah, Roadhouse.
0: So he's picking up on the lingo. There but, it is. Uh, yeah, so Talon is smoking hot. No doubt. I replied to him on that. I replied, word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't think there was a doubt about what scene we were talking about in it. Oh, no, 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 not at all. We no. knew it was the scene with Darth Vader and the bounty, the, hunters, the bounty yeah. hunters there. We just weren't sure if they made a set. Of them, and I think they have.
1: I think they have, yeah. I remember seeing it now that you mention it. I did go back and look. But yeah, so we knew the it, scene. It comes with Vader and it comes with all the, the bounty hunters.
0: Yeah, so we knew the scene in Empire. We just didn't. I saw it think on eBay. I almost bid on it. No. But I'm like, I got
1: all the figures anyway.
0: Yeah, so why you need the set? I don't. Yeah. That didn't stop you from thinking about it, though, did it?
1: Prize package. No, <laughs> the thought was there. The thought was there.
0: So uh, the other thing is, I never even thought about putting our actual reviews up with the. Covers of every issue we did of saying, like, if we thought it was a buy, borrow, or snarf. Okay. So I said, well, that's a great idea. So thanks, Jamie. We get great ideas from our listeners. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to start doing that in 2011. Uh, sure. So starting in January when we cover new issues nice. and we say if they're a buy, borrow, or snarf, when I put the covers up, I'll put all the details of the writer, the artist, all that type of stuff, like I normally have been Making doing. Making Ryan work, Jamie. I yeah. gotta like that. Yeah. Well, when am I, nice. not, when am I not working for the show? You always are. Anyway, so I will also put down what your review of it was and what my review, as far as just a buy borrow snarf, nice. not, the, not the full review. Man, you gotta type that out.
1: Get yeah. Up get a stenographer. In well, there. I gotta wait
0: for you to type it out then
1: too. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, good. Yeah. So that ain't happening. Hey, so I got those Tori's reviews in Toot Sweet, and right. they've been laying on the burner.
0: Toot Sweet. <laughs> like a month later, you sent it to me like two weeks ago, dude.
1: Right, and they're not up yet. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what I'm
0: saying. They're up now. All right, okay. Those that was Jamie Dolls. Yeah, uh, comments on her. Our- our website, ready. So you guys can go to our website and, like I said, just make a
1: login for yourself, and you can actually comment on each episode yeah. if you want to, or you can comment on the figure reviews or anything else yeah. that we have posted up Oh, there. and uh, speaking of on, on the website, we actually fixed the uh, the donate button, so yes. it works now. It does work now. So, again, all the donations are going to go to Toys for Tots. So we had we, Rock. Our listener pointed out, Rock pointed out, yeah. that it wasn't really working.
0: Yeah, but you it works fixed now. That. You fixed that. It's working, so yeah. sorry guys. Feel so free. Rock donated, and our friend Andy donated. Yeah, so... So thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. If anyone else wants to donate, and again, if you had problems before, you have until the fifteenth of December. Yeah, today's so, the
1: seventh. We're recording on the seventh. Yeah, so no, sixth.
0: Today's the sixth. So if you can get even a dollar, if, if anything, yeah, anything is it'll be appreciated. Yeah, we're so. going to
1: go to the store, buy some toys, donate the to toys for tots. Yep.
0: So getting back to some of the feedback here. Jamie Dahl also posted on our Facebook site saying yeah, eight hundred
1: St- times a day. Yeah. I love that.
0: Dear Star Joe's. Yes. I found some old G.I. Joes, can you tell me who they are? And he posted a picture of them. Yeah. We were able to help them help him on two of them.
1: Yeah. The third one
0: we have I, no I, fucking yeah, idea. I'm not
1: sure if it's a G.I. Joe or not. <laughs> yeah. It might be some random uh figure or like a core, battle core kind battle of figure. Core.
0: Your favorite. Nah,
1: I don't like those guys. But, uh, yeah, the, the other two I answered there. Um,
0: Jabang and yeah. Dojo. Dojo, yeah. <laughs> From 92. Right. Yeah, they were the uh, Ninja Force yeah. ones. Yeah, Not a fan. I answered first, but, you know, that's okay. I picked you up slack, you want to say you wanted to answer. I picked up your slack. What slack? You didn't get one. You didn't get that one either.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? There's three.
0: Right. I, I gave them two answers. I gave him two answers also. You gave him one. No, I did not. Yeah, there was you one. You want to go back and check the no. post? No. No, just shut up. <laughs> I can bring I it up you, here right now. Well, then do it. I'm gonna bring it up here right now, so you can. I thought you only fucking
1: suck. That's it. why I put it fucking suck. suck <laughs> to stab you with a pen. <laughs> I thought there was only um, one answer. That's why I went ahead and post no, I it made today.
0: multiple posts, so this way it wasn't just one big long fucking answer.
1: What the fuck? Multiple posts? You're like a woman.
0: I gave him a post for each figure, so he knew, so it was material about each one.
1: But there's only one photo.
0: Right, there's one photo, but there's three figures, so I gave him a post for each fucking photo. Yeah. I only saw,
1: don't ask me, I only saw one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, that's why I did that.
0: Well, that's because you didn't look well enough. Oh, holy crap, you look like my wife. <laughs> do you see how they said five comments? View all five comments. Oh, there's, and what do you got? I said, okay, this one, I couldn't. the first one I couldn't figure out. Then I said, the guy in the middle is Jabang. Then I said, the guy in the Jibang. right Jibang. is It's TJ Bang. Yeah, Jabang. Jabangy. Jabang. And mm-hmm. then I said the the one on the right is Dojo. Yeah, yeah. So where are you picking up my slack?
1: Alright, go down. <laughs> go down to what? Alright, the middle one is I'm not going down from on nineteen ninety I give the year ninety two. I did too. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah <laughs> you Fucking ass. And Dojo. Honestly God, I only saw the one, maybe I didn't open it up. And I told him it was Ninja Force. You didn't even tell him that, you fucker. It's common knowledge. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. The I um, also ran a fucking
1: headbang. ninja
0: mascot. When I hear Dojo and Chabang, t- t- I'm always like, oh, that's the G.I. Joe ninja force.
1: Damn right. <laughs> he knew that. He we, stupid. He knew that.
0: Well, we once again proved that you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> so. Whatever.
0: Anyways, so then we had comment from Anthony Sandoval. Yes. And he said, hey, guys, love the show. It's awesome to know there are others who share the same nerdery. Yes, thank you. I had to play an episode for my wife so I could grin and yell, You see? You see? It's not just me. Yeah. Didn't change her opinion whatsoever, but at least now she knows she's not the only woman who has to endure the same turmoil while being dragged through the toy aisles while her husband knocks over small children trying to get the latest Boba Fett or Snake Eyes. Thank you, Chuck. Thank
1: you, Ryan. You guys rock. Thank you, yes. I I almost crippled a child once. <laughs> yeah, i actually actually... Uh, speaking of... Um uh, Sandoval Anthony Sandoval. Um, Thanksgiving night, I was on the computer. Like I said, the family went to bed, and I was cu- up craving a turkey sandwich. Right. Didn't get any. And he popped up on <laughs> Turkey or or sex. Neither. <laughs> no sex, no turkey. It was a sexless Thanksgiving, the worst kind. Of right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to give thanks for there. No, nothing. Yeah. I did have two pieces of pumpkin pie, though. I know you like. Where's that, my fucking I'll pie? I'll bring pie. <laughs> I didn't know it was that. Goddamn. I'll you promised me. <laughs> Everybody stop and put it on hold. I got to run to the store here and get a Mrs. Smith baked pie here or something. No, I want you to make it. Shit. I don't even make him. But anyway, I was on um, Facebook and I get, a, I get a ping saying, Hey, Star Joes, who have I got here? And I'm like, Hey, it's Chuck. What's going on? What, <laughs> what are you wearing? What's going on, baby? <laughs> so it ends up being a dude and I throw out the wrong question. Yeah. Uh, but it ends up being a. Uh, down, beast, down. Yeah, down, yeah. <laughs> So I get my hand out of my cock and, you know, I was going to rub one out, you know. No, no, for all seriousness, it ends up being um, Anthony Sandoval, our listener, real who, really, he codes by TJ. Uh, he's in the Air Force in a K-9 unit in uh, Okasawa, Japan. We had a really good conversation with him. He's a really, really nice guy. Cool.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the the sentiment, the comments that he made and everything else. Yeah, I mean, I think every wife that is married to someone like us yeah, thinks dork. that their husband We're the is the only one. one. Yeah. I even had my mom make a comment when I told her, oh yeah, she asked me how the podcast is going. My mom doesn't know. Oh, my mom does. My uncle listens occasionally, he says. Nice! What's his first name? Guy. Hey, Guy, what's up? So anyways, (laughs) shout out to you. So, anyways, she says he'll call you. She says <laughs> I, she goes. I think it's so nice that you found somebody else that's interested in the same things you are. Nice. I go, mom. There's hundreds of people. are interested. <laughs> thousands. <seen> Star Wars. <laughs> there's thousands of people that are interested in the things yeah. I'm interested in. Thousands. It's just we there's don't just have one to, other dude. Yeah. It's just Chuck and me. That's it. Yeah. We're the only twos, and we decided to record something that no one's gonna fucking listen yeah. to. Yeah. So They're like lepers,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but yeah, he's in the, he's in a canine unit in the Air Force, so I. Had Throughout awesome. the Mutton Junkyard and Law and Order, Law and like, order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he ends up being a really nice guy, really great guy to talk to. So very cool. Very if you cool. ever on Facebook, I mean, you know, look him up. Yep, absolutely. TJ, shout out.
0: So uh, also, one of my college friends made a comment. He actually texted me, and he said, now, "This is
1: surprising because you have friends other than me." Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> With that kind of attitude, that's what I'm saying. Fuck you. <laughs> nice. But that, here's the thing: that's the kind of friends we were. Is that, the, is that the kind of friends that your wife was paying the money to? No. Oh, all right. I don't <laughs> want you guys to go broke. My wife likes me not having friends. So Word. <laughs> so Everybody's <laughs> wife likes them not having
0: friends. So anyways, because friends get you in trouble. So Yeah, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> but anyways.
1: They're uh, a bad influence
0: on you. Well, I went, to, I went to college with a great bunch of guys. They are like my brothers. They're awesome. So my one friend, Frank... He texted me the one day, just kind of see what's been going on. Yeah. They they all stayed in Toledo. I got the fuck out of there. I came yeah, back it's to like Cleveland, Podunk, Ohio. Yeah, well, to them, well, to to Frank, it was a big city because he lived in Bellevue, Ohio, which is real small. Yeah, so Toledo was a big Population city for six. him. Six. Yeah, <laughs> so Toledo was a big city for him. Yeah, for me, Wait,
1: Toledo's right on like the Michigan border, right? Pretty close. Yeah, yeah. so I wanted to come back to Cleveland. Okay, but only so so knows one. They
0: all stayed there.
1: Yeah. Rockin' Toledo, yeah, <laughs> home of Klinger uh, from Mash. We were a very ethnic group. Nice,
0: very diverse. Okay, there was me, which I'm diversity.
1: Oh yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh,
0: Wonder Bread. I was pretty, yeah, I was pretty much almost Aryan nation. I was blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah, that's what I'm pale, saying. Pale, pale white. Frank was. You make Wonder Bread look like toast, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it's <laughs> embarrassing. There's a great quote from from Frank. Actually, he used to always say in college, he's like, when people say, "Damn the man." Ryan gets offended yeah, You're the man <laughs> Cause I'm the man So anyways And he didn't mean that In the good way No So Frank is half white Half Mexican
1: Oh so he's half wrong <laughs> The
0: white guy yeah White guy's usually wrong So I'd go the other way But whatever So What's up Then there was uh, Manuel Who was Labor No Oh sorry Manuel Labor No <laughs>
1: The so Emmanuel, the you, Christmas son. You never
0: let go of anything. That was the one thing I noticed in the last episode too. What? fucker with your what? That oh, it was Snake Eyes on the moped, and I said no, it was a priest. And I oh, proved the priest, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, proved yeah. you wrong. And you still said in the next line, you go. So, anyways, he knew it was Zartan because snake because it, it wasn't Snake Eyes, and I was like, fucker, I just told you it was a priest. <laughs> So, That's even, even when you see facts... Just shut up. <laughs> even when you see facts, you're like, no, fuck Talk it. about these friends you claim to have. So, anyways, Manuel was half black, quarter white, and a quarter Native American. He's
1: mixed up, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Greg was a six foot four Irish guy. And then there's the twins, Matt and Andy, who were 100% German. You
1: guys must have got your
0: asses <laughs> kicked on a daily basis. Well, the thing was, we constantly ripped on each other's uh, ancestry or ethnicity or whatever... To the point where Some people didn't think We were friends Yeah <laughs> So Nice But that's the thing That's what friends do They can oh, rip yeah, you, on, you can rip on You that. rip on each other All the time And everything else It's one of those things Like I'm just comfortable Like saying Well darky Or that's what We used to call manual <laughs> Wow <laughs> We used to call it that he. That's what we called them. We called Frank Ryan's the, racial skeletons We are called, called the We colossal. called Frank the Spit, Please I was a cracker So oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was also a communist Because of my Ukrainian background A communist yeah <laughs> so, Nice So I mean I got my fair share
1: all right, where is this going? So anyway, Frank made a comment. The reason so anyway, why... I'm listening to Boba Fett yesterday, and I'm reading something, and uh, so all of a sudden it reminds me of my college days. So I was, to Hall I was on, So I
0: was listening to Hall & Oates the other night. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then... So
0: anyways, Hall the I'm reason right. I brought up ethnicity is because Frank being half Mexican and half white, he listened to the episode which was called The Iron Age or Hector Goes to the Spandos. Classic. In which I had made a comment saying... That the mass they should make a master Universe figure of Hector with a leaf blower, something along those lines. Yeah, I think this was the episode you finally uh, loosened up. I think it was the one where I was so slap happy it just yeah. came out. So Is that he, your,
1: drink, your drinking episode.
0: Yeah. So he texted me and he's just like, and he found it hilarious. He yeah. was just like, he was just like, nice Master Uni- Universe figure with a uh, leaf blower, real nice. Yeah. And I was like, hey, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he says, true. So. Yeah. Um, Not too many leaves in Eternia, though. No, maybe if, maybe if he uh, comes into town, we can do an episode while he's here. Yeah, but bring him in. He definitely grew up with this 80s stuff. Nice. So I wanted to throw out the comment that he yes, in the back. So, <laughs>
1: oh, man, back of the bus, Rosa.
0: Wow, what? Wow, what? Dude, too much, too soon, too much, <laughs> too soon, <laughs> too soon. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the last listener feedback. I think it's the is- last <laughs> listener ever.
1: <laughs> We're, nice.
0: gonna make, we're not going to have any listeners after this. So
1: anyways. is going to shut us down. Starfighter. Nice. Threw out a question for oh, us. Oh, I think he's handing me my ass in fantasy football this week. Good. It nice. ain't even funny. I'm I'm down like 100 points or something. Yeah, I'm around there. It's so. it's embarrassing. Anyways, he said uh, cartoon time. Okay. Good.
0: He said, we had four new cartoons debut in the last 30 days. Yes. The Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Love it. Young Justice. I haven't seen it. Fucker. <laughs> I tried to watch
1: it and I couldn't find it. You had the whole fucking day off today. Wow. You could have a lot of bombs here today. I know. You um no, I couldn't find I'm it. Angry. I couldn't I couldn't find it online to watch YouTube? it. I didn't think about YouTube. Oh my fucking god. I, I couldn't find it online. <laughs> I couldn't find it on my TV on demand, and I couldn't find them replaying it any so I haven't I've
0: seen it yet. I can guarantee you I can find it on YouTube like that. Alright. So, but I have anyway. seen
1: I have seen the Adventures. Okay. G.I. Joe Renegades. I've seen that. And Transformers Prime. I've seen that. Of which what are the your three have seen, that. I like them. <laughs> of which, what are
0: your favorites in term of best animation, storyline, most likely to watch, most kid-like, and most anticipated for next year? Holy Please rank shit. them. So what I'm gonna give you what he put down. Alright, cool. Okay. He said, by the way, mine would be the following. Best animation he said would go with Young Justice. He said, This is hands down the best. I cannot believe the quality in production as this seems to be more on par with theatrical or DVD release instead of an actual series. Now, I
1: haven't seen it, but what I've seen, I like the Transformers animation the best.
0: Really? I do. Wow.
1: We'll, we'll get into ours It's in more a computer we'll, CGI, so we'll, I like that. We'll
0: get into ours in a minute.
1: Go ahead. Keep going.
0: So, he said, best storyline goes to G.I. Joe Renegades and Transformers Prime. He said, both are great. I'm surprised that they... Killed off major characters and are rolling with it. I like those, yeah. 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 He said, most likely to watch goes G.I. Joe Renegades. He says, I'm a Joe fan through and through and probably would not be into action figures without the love of G.I. Joe. Yo, Joe. He said, most kid-like to watch Avengers is Avengers. Yeah. I do uh, love that one, though. He said, of the four cartoons, this seems to be the most mindless and entertaining for kids. It seems more of a superheroes uh, yeah. version 2. Yeah, I like it, though. He said, most anticipated... <laughs> Most anticipated for next year, and he has a whole fucking slew of them. Voltron on Nicktoon. Yeah. Thundercats on wait. Cartoon oh, Network. Yeah, yeah
1: Thundercats. Yeah. Tron on Disney. No desire ever to see that. Really? Nope. Not even the movie? No.
0: Tron no, i watch it. Tron Legacy? <laughs> I'll watch it. What? I was like, <laughs> we, we almost had a blow up again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. Really, Tron? <laughs> I'll watch it, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney XD. Hell Yeah. Buzz Lightyear of Starkman on Disney XD. That might be a pass. And the Looney Tunes show on Cartoon watch Network. I will watch that, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have a question with those before we get into our picks. Buzz Lightyear of Starkman, wasn't that already a cartoon series?
1: Yeah, they might be rehashing it or okay. something. I don't know. Because the way he... I, I've it. seen it a couple times. The old one, I didn't really care for it. The way he worded it, I thought... There's no there's no Woody. <laughs> Buzz has no Woody. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, ah,
0: yeah. The way you worded it, I was thinking it was new, and I was like, I think it was maybe the old they
1: might one. Do do it might be. I don't, know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe they're showing it on the like the hub. I, I liked
0: know. I liked the cartoon. I, I actually watched. I didn't it. care for it. I enjoyed it.
1: You, you um, would. It's kind of
0: like a GL kind of thing. There's different space rangers. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I liked about it. Uh, I guess
1: that's the part I hated. The,
0: the Looney Tunes show. Also, I'm like, is this a new one or I, I don't know. But I don't I, know. I enjoyed all Looney Tunes incarnations. So yeah. yeah so. All right, so best animation, you said Transformers? Uh, so the three that
1: I've saw, and I haven't seen the DC one, right. is the Transformers. Really? Yes. Wow. You're trying to tell me that the animated-wise, anything else looks better? Well, I would put it... Of oh, those three. I Of those three, I'd put it second. To what?
0: To uh, the Avengers one. Do like you like it. the animation of that? Better than... No, better than Transformers Prime, yes. no.
1: Tony Stark has like hair comes down to here and it points down in I like it I don't like it it's
0: good I like the animation the thing is that Transformers Prime is very manga-ish I like that oh it's fine I like it but it's not like my favorite so now my favorite I have to agree with Starfighter is Young Justice I haven't seen it's I'll watch it I'll watch it no you're not gonna fuck it no I'll watch it it. I don't believe you
1: alright fuck it so it's it's awesome (laughs) it'll be like Lost I'll never see it (laughs) it's awesome it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) Best storyline. Well, I've only seen two episodes of the G.I. Joe and two of the Transformers. Yeah. So I, w- I would say of what, what I saw,
0: too.
1: Well, I've seen a lot. I was going to pick right. Avengers because that's okay. the only one I know that has a storyline going so far. I mean, the other two I know what's kind of happening, but again, I've only seen the two episodes. Well, you could have watched all of, of Transformers Prime this past week. I didn't get a chance to.
0: What do you do? I
1: get high. A lot. No. Uh no, we went and uh we took the kids uh you know to see Santa Claus and did the whole uh Christmas thing. See,
0: you're focused too much on your family. Oh, I'm sorry. I should just need, give them up. You need to focus on yourself. All right, my bad. So, but yeah, last week the entire Transformers Prime series mini mini series, five part mini series played. So every part was on a different day.
1: Oh, nice. It was cool. Yeah. I liked it. So I do like that. I mean, you know,
0: so, uh, but you'd give uh, Best Storyline to Avengers? So far, of Avengers, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd give it to G.I. Joe Renegades. There's also been a new episode of that. Did you see that one? No. Jesus
1: Christ. I'm behind. We. we I will you, buy the DVDs. You realize... Did you see the Clone Wars 2 Season 2 game out? Yeah, I already have it. You have it already? Yeah. With Yoda on the cover? Yeah. It's new to me. Dude,
0: I do a Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and Transformers podcast. So do I. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Call to the carpet.
0: Move on, sir. You didn't watch the new G.I. Joe cartoon, which you were pumped about.
1: I've seen two episodes.
0: There's been a third one.
1: I haven't seen it yet.
0: Do you know when it's on? On the hub. Right. Do you know what time? No, I don't know what time it's So you don't even give a shit about it, then? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's not a real American hero. Oh, we're going to get into that in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. So anyways, best storyline, I would give it to G.I. Joe Renegades. Okay. I like the whole setup of... There are the Joes on the run. It's kind of a nice, fresh take. I know it's kind of been done before, yeah. But I, I like the way it's been done. I like the way it's been
1: set up. So it's okay. Yeah. Most likely to watch the one that I don't miss is actually Avengers because really? I know
0: what time it comes on. You want to go on the Avengers podcast? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I've okay. I've
1: invested like what, it's already been on for like three months or something. Two yeah. Months, three months, two, uh,
0: about
1: two months. Yeah, almost two months. I've I've never missed an episode of that except for the first one, right? And I went back and it played on again on Saturday. All right, so once uh, I get a mail down and start watching them, I'll be fine. <laughs> no, you won't. I make go for Avengers most most,
0: most likely to watch for me would be Young Justice. I okay. was so pumped after seeing that first episode, and, and I'm a big.
1: Gonna, it's I'm gonna a, be a downer for you the next one.
0: Then I'm a big DC fan, anyways, and I love Teen Titans and I love the Young Justice comic book series so this is teen titans meets young justice it's pretty much a blend of the two it was phenomenal a lot of my favorite characters in there yeah
1: like i was saying if, if i if i watch it and i like it I, I plan on the other three if they make dvd seasons i'll buy them oh yeah so it's not like the I only, hate them.
0: the only one i probably won't buy i probably won't buy the transformers prime you fucking hater no it's not so much being a hater it's just i like seeing it i enjoyed watching it but it's not something I felt like after I was done watching it. I was like, I want to own that. Where the other ones I've watched, I'm like, I want to own it. Yeah, all right. So, most kid like, kid friendly, kid like, kid like Avengers. Okay, pretty much your yeah. answer is Avengers for
1: all of them. Pretty yeah. Like. Okay. So my well, no, then I, the Transformers was kind of kiddie too, but it's like yeah. Well, no, I would agree with you on this one.
0: Uh, most I wouldn't
1: say the GI Joe ones kiddy at all. No,
0: not at all. I would say the Avengers is most kid like in the sense that. It took me back to the simpler cartoons that I grew up with. Just a lot of action. And his amazing friends, yeah. A lot of new characters that you constantly see. Really cool. Most anticipated for next year, you have to pick one of them. He gave a whole list of them, so do you need to hear them again? (sighs) Yeah, run through them again. Voltron, Thundercats. Thundercats, that's it. Okay, I would agree. Thundercats, yeah. I would agree. Voltron probably next. Voltron's closely second, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very close second. But yeah, Thundercats. I'm very interested. I want to see, I, I see new
1: Thundercats figures. I want to see new Thundercats TV, uh, cartoon episodes. Anything Thundercats, just give it to me. Yeah. Well, and
0: here's something that's going to piss you off. But nice. I actually like Thundercats more than Masters of the Universe. Blasphemy. No, it's not. You're a heathen. No. So I'm really looking forward to the fact that they're doing Thundercats. Like Thundercats would probably be like out of cartoons, not including Star Wars because it wasn't a cartoon. But out of the cartoons I grew up with, the it was basically Transformers, G.I. Joe, and then Thundercats, as far as one, two, three.
1: Yeah. I mean, I watched Thundercats, don't get me wrong. I, I, I liked it. I just liked Masters Universe better.
0: Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, nothing wrong with nothing it. Nothing wrong with that. So we do we have time to go into the issues now? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. What are we now? We're right. in? Yeah, just about. All right. So... Uh... <laughs> Alright, so let's go into our... Actually, we're not going to be doing any legacy issues no. this time, so... Yeah, well, you know, we'll get to them. We, uh, we'll go into our From Springfield to Tatooine. From Springfield to Tatooine. Alright, Chuck. Uh, so we yeah. have only four issues to cover, and just to let you guys know what they are, we had uh, G.I. Joe Cobra... Number uh, 10. Number 10. Star Wars Blood Ties number four, G.I. Joe Future Noir Special number one, and then the uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 trade paperback, which I kind of held off doing a review on for a little while because the game had just come out. This trade actually came out before the game. Yeah. And I didn't want to spoil anything for anyone, so that's why we really didn't cover so, it. There were potential spoilers. Right. <laughs> So, well, I'm I'm really just going to kind of skim what kind of happens in these issues. Oh, you so, want to kick off with that? Yeah, we'll go ahead and kick off with the Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 trade. You're, but, you're rating first. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have, as far as totals, buy, borrow, I have three buys Yes. and one borrow.
1: I have a borrow, a buy, uh, let me see those. Oh, that's a fucking snarf there. That's a buy. Okay, so you have two buys, a borrow, and a snarf. A snarf? No. Or wait.
0: How how do you get you way too many?
1: (laughs) Two buys. Okay. A borrow and a snarf.
0: Okay. So this time you actually liked the issues less than I did. Yes.
1: Okay. Two buys, a borrow and a snarf. Okay. So. And a partridge and a pear tree. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Past a cracker. (laughs) So, anyways.
0: Past a root bear. We have uh, the. On the Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, this was a buy for me. A buy. Solid buy. And the writer was Hayden Blackman. Stop the podcast now. and Go out and buy this. And it's solid. The, buy the art was Omar Francia with Manuel Silva. Yeah, that's the artist. Who cares? It's great. The art art was phenomenal. Now this was and a, it's like one of those books where there's no the, the, the art and comforts all, the whole page. Yeah, it takes over the entire page. The art helps tell the story. A big lot of time. nice splash pages in there, so it's really cool. Here's the cool thing with this too. This does not tell the story that's in the video game. And it's an easy read. I like that. It's it not very wordy. Yeah, this works co- this coincides with the story that's from the video yeah, game. Yeah, but it doesn't go play by play through right. the whole game. It's not walking you through the actual game story. No, it's not an instruction manual. Right. This is actually uh, if you've played the game, it actually involves like Boba Fett at a certain point tracking down yeah. the secret apprentice. and I've apprentice. never played the
1: game and I love the book.
0: Yeah. Now the it does involve Boba Fett tracking down the secret apprentice. So it's kind of falls. It kind of follows alongside the main story. So if you read this, you're not going to spoil the game really too much for yourself. Now it was 11.99. It's well worth it. For, it's for a trade. It's well worth it. So it's got a lot of pages. So it's worth the 11.99. It, it's worth the 11. I was able to get this for pretty much half off through DCBS. So nice. so that was really cool. So it basically starts off with Darth Vader. Hiring Boba Fett to track down the secret apprentice. You gotta love that. Boba Fett's basically banging this one chick. And Word. She comes along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and so Boba Fett's laying pipe in his chick's ass. Right. The art's phenomenal. He ends up landing on this one planet where it's believed the apprentice was. There's this beast that's laying dead, but here we find out it's not yeah. dead. And in the game, you're the apprentice, right? Yes. Boba Fett ends up fighting this big beast, takes it down. Uh, we see glimpses of The Apprentice and things that were going on there. Boa Fett's tracking him down. He basically gets him in his sniper. By the time we get to the end, and again, I just don't want to spoil anything because this is just amazing art, amazing reading. Yeah, definitely
1: pick it up. It's it's well worth it. It's a quick read for a trade also. Yeah, yeah. I read the thing in like I don't know, 10, 15 minutes tops. Yeah. It wasn't long at all. But it was phenomenal. I, I couldn't put it down.
0: You have um, Boa Fett basically is sitting there to, to snipe The Secret Apprentice, but then because of certain things that happen... He doesn't, and basically he ends up taking out a bunch of clones later on, and there's Juno Eclipse shows up, and uh, The Apprentice shows up to battle Darth Vader. Uh, we got uh, Rom Koda shows up, and Proxy, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Proxy. Oh, that was one thing, too, Jamie Doll got pissed at me for because he's down in Australia. Yeah. And he's, someone put up a picture of the uh, Force Unleashed figure set. Oh, how, Nick,
1: Nick did, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, how
0: Proxy was in that set. And I said, I bought that set pretty much just so I could have Proxy as a figure. Yeah. And he goes, fuck you. Uh, Jamie Doll did not yeah, yeah." Because And I says, are you mad because I got this pack? And he goes, yeah. And here he said, down there, they haven't been able to... He hasn't seen it at all. Yeah, and their prices are right, extremely well beyond ours. So, Jamie, if I see a Proxy somewhere, I'll pick them up for you. I'm not... I don't know where I'll see
1: them. Jesus, international shipping is a bitch. yeah. But if I'm just
0: shipping a figure, I'm not going to buy the pack for him. Yeah. But if I see the figure cheap, you know, someplace loose, yeah. I'll pick it up and send it to him. Nice. So, so yeah. So, and it's that easy, folks. It's yeah. that fucking easy. <laughs> so check out this uh, check check this trade out. It's like I said, eleven ninety nine. It's not bad at all as far as price for what you're getting. Who's the publisher? On? Is that
1: Dark Horse on it?
0: This was actually yeah, it's Dark Horse. Dark Horse does all of their That's stuff. What I so thought, yeah. I just want to make sure because of the game and all. Yeah, no, it was definitely Dark Horse, so it was good, good stuff there.
1: All right, then we'll go to uh, GI Joe Cobra number ten. Right. Uh, basically, the IDW Costa Gauge uh, Fuso, and uh, Gallant. And this was uh, this was a buy for me. This was a borrow, borrowed. Basically, what it is is Cobra Commander gives Chuckles a choice: uh, either join Cobra or die. And that's pretty much the entire issue. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, he he knows he's part of the Joes. Uh, he gives him a chance he puts him in um, what happens here is he's kind of breaking up the Tomax and Zaymott right he puts him in you know captivity uh, he's being walked through and he kind of escapes and he goes on a little uh, a little escape mission here and right. he, he get, takes a Cobra Hiss out for a joyride and he, like, blows his ways out
0: and, yeah, he, he calculates based on what he has available to
1: him what yeah, how he much, can do to yeah, escape like and run he, and yeah. I like where he punches the dog he punches a dog yeah he hears <laughs> a dog and he punches him Which I don't condone. I love dogs. (laughs) We don't condone violence on animals. Right. We're not Mike Vick. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. Too soon? No. Uh, Fuck that guy.
0: Fucker deserved it.
1: (laughs) And then um, he ends up meeting Cobra Commander in the woods, and they both pull guns on each other, and he's like, you know, why are you going to shoot me? He goes, if you shoot, you know, I've got snipers all around. We'll kill you. Right. He goes, well, what's Cobra going to do for me? Uh, Let's see what you guys can do for me. And he's like, wonderful. And he's got like a sniper. There's snipers in the trees. All along with guns to his head. And at the end, the Baroness is like, uh, are you sure you can trust this guy, Cobra Commander? He's like, yes, I am, Anastasia. Because you've taken everything away from this man. There's nothing left to take.
0: Right. I I really liked it because it's a great lead-in for the story that's going to be taking place. It's It's a a setup, setup, yeah. Which normally I would put as a borrow, but I thought it was great character development. It's a
1: setup issue, yeah.
0: Of chuckles and everything
1: else. I think the next issue in Cobra, doesn't somebody die? There's that cover that was on It uh, seems like it. Yeah. Well, there's hints and rumors that Chuckles might die at the end. Nice. Not that's the, how they end the series. Not to ruin
0: everything. Well, I don't think the series is ending. Origins is the one that's ending.
1: I know, but maybe they're going to end that one, too. Who knows? I don't know.
0: They haven't really hinted at that. I don't know. So, And yeah. they did show that the one issue for February, I think, is the last Chuckles p- storyline. Yeah. But they well, maybe mar- they're done with that storyline. But line, they yeah. didn't mark it as the final issue, so... All right, so the next one that we've had heated debate with before we even, uh, yeah, before we even recorded, was GI Joe Future Noir Special Number One. Uh, it's written by Andy Schmidt and artist is Giacomo Bevolacqua. So this, I already know what it was for you. Yeah, this is a snarf. This was a borrow for me.
1: How much is that price tag? Mm-hmm.
0: This is this is one of the things that made it really the price is a snarf for me. Yeah. It's 799. Yeah. Now, I didn't get it for 799. No, we got it through
1: DCBS, but still, I mean it's 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 a bigger issue. It's kind of a double kind of issue. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a bigger issue. Um it I would say it's almost triple size. To be fair, I
1: mean it is a bigger issue. But yeah. That kind of price tag, I'm expecting a lot more.
0: There's no ads in it. It's black and white. It's black and white. Not colored. Absolutely no ads. No ads. But it's meant to be black and white. Yeah. So that works for me. Yeah, I mean, I
1: didn't care that it was black and white. I'm just saying
0: what it is. It's just... Yeah. So to kind of just run through it real quick here, uh, it it takes place in the future. I don't really know why it was called Noir. Yeah, because it's French for turd. No. (laughs) Noir usually is like a crime drama type thing or something like that. and. This didn't seem yeah, very noirish. It's very to me.
1: G.I. Joe, very futuristic, which yeah, I don't really like that much futuristic stuff in my G.I. Joe. I'm okay with like the mass device and well some teleportation and how they explain how Zartan, you know, morphs and changes his face now. Right. But for the most part in my G.I. Joe books, I don't want too much future. Well, and that's I'll a, get that in Star Wars or that, that was
0: the argument that I had with you is this wasn't meant to be your G. I. Joe. This was meant to be a totally different take on G.I. Joe. And you don't like that at all. That's the biggest piece of shit I've read all year. It is not. It fucking sucks. No it does not. It's not a great issue.
1: No, true opinion.
0: That that borrow, fucking sucks. But borrow it was it was totally a borrow for me because I I, I, I enjoyed the story. Me.
1: But like I said, you don't like anything fucking different. No, I do like I I no, do, you don't. no I liked um what's that GI Joe uh Renegades when they made Duke the right. uh, the bad guy. That's not fucking different, dude. <laughs> Oh, Duke's not going to be a bad guy. I mean, they put him into a. He's kind of the good guy in that one. He gets killed at the end of that. Spoilers. He gets killed at the end of that book by Scarlet for being a traitor. Oh, you're talking about the the book? Yeah, you said Renegades. What the fuck's it called? Uh, Reloaded. Reloaded, okay. That's what I meant. Renegades is the cartoon. Thousand apologies.
0: <laughs> but it's still your basic G.I. Joe. It's still your military... That's it's what I
1: want in G.I. Joe. Like,
0: but what I'm saying is this was meant to be not that G.I. Joe. This was That's meant to be a totally different take. You don't like anything different. I, told, I
1: threw up after I told
0: it. you. you're Okay, let's look at your trap his, history here of things being different. Go ahead. You don't like Ripcord being black. I don't. Because he was white. Yeah. You don't like Doc being a woman because it was a man. No, I don't. You don't like Dial Tone being a woman because it was a man. I don't. Even though that is a whole new storyline. It has nothing to do with the fucking Larry
1: Hama storyline. Well, then, then why don't you just call her something different? Or If you're starting a whole new... If you're Carla, not Carl Greer, but Carla Greer is Doc now, make it Doc's sister. But, I can get over that. But, we don't even need to see Doc. But why, One line in the book it says... Oh, Doc's my big brother. Or, but Doc's my little brother. I was doing this before. But
0: here's the thing. Why does a new, a fresh
1: new. Make sp- it a new character, because you're you're ripping off a character that's already developed that I already know, and you're putting a fucking skirt on it.
0: Can I? You're finish, emasculating the can character. Can I finish my fucking go statement ahead. before go you ahead. cut me off for the 18th time? Go ahead. I'm just. All right. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. It's all yours, sir. Go ahead. If you're starting a whole new storyline. Whenever you're ready. A whole new origin. You're starting from square one, scratch. There is no fucking Larry Ham, 155 issues. You're starting with just the fundamentals of GI oh, Joe. So you're
1: saying it's a coincidence that we named his character Doc? No. Oh, okay. So then what I'm saying confused. is it's a whole new take on <coughs> the characters. I don't need a whole new take on a character. They were fine. You know what? They were perfect. Then you know what?
0: Read GI Joe one. Your GI Joe, the real American, American hero. 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 I will. And don't read anything fucking else. Fine. Don't buy any other fine. fucking books. Fine. Fine. Fine, because, because out on it Fine. because that's all you fucking want. I don't care. You just
1: said you liked the Cobra issue. It was a borrow, right? But you liked it. Well, yeah. That's not your GI Joe. Chuckles could be undercover. I could see that. That's not your GI not not Joe a girl.
0: That's not your GI Joe. That's not your Cobra Commander in there. No, it's not.
1: But he did have different suits. He had to battle. That's not your Tomax
0: and Zaymod in there.
1: No. That's extends some extensive enterprises. It's and It's a different take. I don't like that book. This was a different take. Give the give the readers the readers or listeners. the review. Blah, 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 blah.
0: Basically, okay. It's I have vomit it, in my mouth. It takes place in the future. We got Duke Scarlet, Roadblock, Helix, and Sci-Fi, which makes sense. Who's a fucking cyborg? It's a
1: futuristic story. He has tracks for wheels for like legs. Tracks for wheels. Tracks for legs. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking. It about. It doesn't matter. I, I puke. I vomit. Out. So, anyway, I would it's, piss it's on a this. Book. Story. I would pull my dick out and piss on this. I'm book surprised about. more. Of Lay them.
0: it down. I'm surprised <laughs> more of them. No, I paid a lot of money for this issue. <laughs> uh, I would expect more of these people to have cybernetic parts. Oh my god, it's like Star Trek. So, anyways, it's like the Borg. Can I can I go, go through the review? Go ahead. So, anyways, so we got these five Joes and they're breaking. I can't believe in, we're spending as much time. They're thing. breaking into a base and basically a bunch of Cobra agents show up. Roblox helps out, Sci-Fi helps out from uh, his Harrier type thing. They acquire some data that's needed and what they find out is that they need to go to, I believe it was Tokyo, because there's this whole thing called the coil, uh, the serpent's coil, Yeah. and they need to check out what's going on there. They go into a bar and get into a fight and basically this alerts Cobra that they're in the area because basically Duke's plan is that they're going to bring Cobra to them. Yeah. They're not going to go looking for Cobra. Then what we see is they're in their little bunker thing, and they all of a sudden get attacked by these dragon bat-type things. Because, again, it's a futuristic story, so you got some weird creatures that show up. They end up taking them down, but all of a sudden this huge-ass beast breaks in. They can't take them down. They're shooting them and everything else. And then all of a sudden, thunk, th- this guy jumps on his back, this beast's back and chops its head off, and it's snake eyes. And you got to admit, that's a cool-looking snake eyes. It's all right.
1: That's alright. It looks cool, man. Yeah, but, okay, here's the thing. Here, if I can interject. Sure. Helix is not the Helix that we know. She's not this right. giant special agent. Right. She's like some 16-year-old kid or 17. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and they don't let her go on any of the missions. She stays behind. She's their information person. It's totally the other way around. Like, she trains all these guys right. in the other books. So, you're totally 180, that character. This Snake Eyes, he has a little Asian guy following him around, telling him what people says. He's like his interpreter. It's the Heartmaster. Whatever, I don't that's even... That's because he took a vow of silence. But here's the thing, too. You have to realize, again, this was
0: done in a manga style. Keep going.
1: I'm okay with that. But
0: I'm But well, here's that. what I'm saying. Let me finish what the fuck I'm going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you would hurry,
1: please, we can be done with this piece of shit. The,
0: the It's done in a manga style. Like, okay, I don't What pass, appears don't in a lot of a mangas? Younger girls. So that's why well, yeah, you I was. UX I was 17. Well,
1: yeah, I was okay with the...
0: Scarlet boob shots. I mean, I was <laughs> yeah. fine with but that. But yeah, that's why Helix is seventeen years old. Yeah, She's for that, for that style. Um, yeah, Doctor Mindbetter showing up, talking to Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander whips him in the face, saying, "You know, we need to take care of this problem." I was okay with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we got uh, Snake Eyes and the Hard Master basically telling the Joes that they thought that they were. The <laughs> no, best. no, no. The Hard Master's telling them. Snake right. Eyes is quiet, basically saying that. They thought that the, these Joes were the ones that would be able to help them out, but evidently they were wrong. So they leave to go take care of what they think needs to be done. Uh, we see some experiments that are being done by Cobra on humans, and then the Joes break into this temple or church or something like that where they think everything's going down. And sure enough, they all of a sudden start getting attacked by some of those bat creatures again. Baroness shows up, swinging in action. And then Maybe she's we, swinging some electronic whips or something. Yeah, she got some electronic whips. Which so she's pretty.
1: She's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, she's got a nice butt on her.
0: It's like pretty cool. It. And then uh, at the end, there's yeah this giant, at the end there's this giant beast uh-huh. which is Nemesis uh-huh. Enforcer. Yeah, I can't take Cobra La. Sorry. So that but, that book is a piece of but shit. But here's the thing. This is a book where Cobra Law would work. I don't... It would work ever. Because it's a futuristic story. You can enjoy it. Okay. I have been enjoying it. I actually... Like I said, it's a borrow. The things that bother me are the price. Don't buy it. The art isn't totally my favorite. I like it, but I'm not a huge manga person. That's the one thing
1: that I really didn't... Mine so much. I mean, yeah. the art. I I like manga. I it's okay with yeah, me. it was okay. I mean, it's and like okay I said, with you me. got a couple of uh, hyper anime kind of drawing yeah. shots in there. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that.
0: But like I said, it was a bar. The because black and white worked for that kind of art yeah, style. The bo- it was a bar. Borrow- I like the story. The story I had no problem with. Shit, so. I can't. I can't take it. All right, so let's move on to something good. Whew, thank God. Something we can both agree is good.
1: Yeah. I Star Wars blood ties. T- Star
0: Wars blood ties number four. Buy. Total buy. Total buy. Total buy. This is my buy of all the books. All four books. Mm, I like that trade. You like the trade? I'm okay. going to go with the trade. Right. Star Wars Horse
1: Unleashed. So anyways... Uh, blood. Yeah, T- yeah, you need this one if yeah. you bought all of the other three. Yeah, so. Well, not necessarily. I'm going with the, the trade. The Ironhide,
0: last issue of Ironhide, you didn't care for it too much. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Blood Ties is written by Tom Taylor and art by Chris Scalf. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so with this, what we have is... The
1: continuation, the continuing story. Yes,
0: yeah, continuing story. Like... The League of Assassins take Connor, or they think they're taking Connor, but all of a sudden he reaches for a, a blaster on one of them and shoots one of them. So now there's only one of the League One ones. left, yeah. Uh, Boba Fett shows up and grabs Connor. He's like, Connor's like, I knew you weren't dead. And uh, he's about to shoot him in the face, and he's like, what's to stop me from shooting you? And Boba, Fett's the, Boba Fett says, the fall to your death. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that,
1: that, because he's flying him.
0: So Boba Fett takes him into uh, to and to collect the bounty, because Boba Fett always gets his man. He always gets paid. He always gets paid. So Tan goes to give him his money, and the guy from the League comes in and says, hey, that was my bounty, and Boba
1: Fett's like, I don't know what the yeah, fuck Who are talking you from? about. Yeah. yeah. We're from the League. The League. Anybody else in that League? No, I'm only the guy. Right. I'm the only one left. Then you're going to call yourself a League? So basically, I like uh, Bo- that conversation. Boba Fett gets his money, yeah. and then
0: he tells, asks Tan how much does is there a... Is the bounty on Connor? Yeah. And Tan says half a million credits, and Boba Fett says I'll, I'll pay, pay it. it. Yeah. And he's Tan, like, No, you're not paying it. Yeah. And Tan's like, No, I want to kill him. He says, I don't care about the I'm money. Feed him to my rank Yeah, I want to kill him. So Boba Fett is standing there, he's and like, here's nah. here's the really cool thing. In the middle of the issue, where Boba Fett finally is going to decide to fight Tan. We go back to the very first issue, the very first page. The very first page, yeah. And all along, we thought that this talk about uh, I'm not afraid and all that type of stuff, these men want me dead, but I've known true fear. All along, we thought that was Boba Fett talking about him growing up. Yeah. Here was Connor. And he says, and it's really Connor's thought because he says, I have known true fear. It is standing in front of me. Its name is Boba Fett. Right. So basically, Connor's like, I'm not afraid of anybody except except Boba Fett. Except (laughs) him, Yeah. Here's the thing I really like. So Boba Fett or Connor basically says, "You know, I'll pay for, for you to take out Tayan. And yeah. he's like, "I've got like uh, three credits. That's enough to kill him." And Boba Fett says, "I accept. Yeah, I'll take it." And he just starts taking them all out. He takes out the Rancor. It's just fucking pandemonium. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. awesome. Boba Fett at his best. And in the end, they uh, take the the money that was supposed to be given to Boba Fett, anyways. Boba Fett says, you owe me three credits. Yeah, by the way, where's my money? Yeah, yeah so he, so he makes him pay his three credits. Makes him pay credits, his three yeah. credits, and he takes the rest of the money himself. Uh, Connor takes the rest of the money. Boba Fett takes his share of it. And then, uh, basically, the, the issue ends with a really cool shot of them both walking away from each other. And we have a, a shadowy, cloudy look at Django Fett yeah. in the sky. And it says, trying to make a dead man proud. Which, which is, that's both their fathers. Yeah, it's both their father. So, just really cool. Well, it's not really... Connor's father, a clone is Connor's father. Yeah, it didn't look that yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Same thing, but in the past they've said that blood ties will continue as far as there'll be a whole Different new mini series, yeah. but they have not said who the next one's going to be or when it's coming out. Yeah. Obviously I assume it's going to be in 2011, I just don't know when. Right, but that was that was great. This whole mini series was phenomenal. Yeah, I'm picking it up in trade. Yeah, it's it's well worth it, so. Definitely. All right, so you want to get into our uh, toy
1: reviews want to? Yeah, we can do that, or we can do a top five. You want to you know, do whatever. top five? We'll, we'll do one top five. and okay. do a tour review. All right. So let's go into our battle files.
0: Battle files. So we have top five favorite Christmas movies I thought we'd start with. Let's go with that.
1: All right. Classic. So do you want to start? Sure. Okay. Uh, number five, what I have is... How the Grinch Stole Christmas Okay. in 2000, starring Jim Carrey, Taylor Momsen. You confused me for a second because I was like, wait, that's a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Jim okay. Carrey. The Jim Carrey one, yeah. Uh, and and uh, Cindy Lou Who was actually uh, Taylor Momsen, and uh, Mayor Augustus May Who was Jeffrey uh, Tambor. Okay. So those are the three big stars in there. Jim Carrey also, he played the Grinch. Directed cool. by Ron Howard. Yep. So can't I mean, go wrong a, with Ron Howard. No, no, and you know, Jim Carrey was pretty good at the time in 2000. Yep. And I remember going to the theater to see this. It was just a great classic Dr. Seuss story. Done very well. Very well. I love that
0: movie. I remember going to Universal Studios, and I think it was when I was in California. They actually were working on... They actually had the sets there because they were working on the movie. Oh, nice. So when you did the backstage tour and you went around, you got to see Whoville from a distance. Oh, nice. And it was hilarious to see because it was like in the middle of a desert. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Like this icy place is in the middle of a desert, so... So, very cool. Anything more on that one?
1: No, that's all I've got.
0: All right. Uh, I, I have I my... popcorn. <laughs> my <laughs> number got a f- Coke. My number five was Nightmare Before Christmas, which is
1: 1993.
0: Yeah. It was a stop-motion fantasy film directed by Henry Selleck and produced or, and co-written by Tim Burton, and the music was done by Danny Elfman, which is a very famous uh, yeah. composer. The genesis of Nightmare Before Christmas started with a poem that was done by Tim Burton when he was a Disney animator in the early 1980s. And once he received received some success by doing his short animation of called Vincent, which was based on Vincent Price, okay. was very cool, came out in 1982, very dark, very creepy. Uh, they started talking about doing The Nightmare for Christmas, but then it kind of fell by the wayside. For the movie, the filmmakers constructed 227 puppets to represent the characters in the movie. Nice. With Jack Skellington having around 400 heads. Oh, yeah, because it's all stop animation. Yeah, it's yeah. all stop animation. In 2001, Walt Disney Pictures began to consider producing a sequel, but rather than using stop motion, Disney wanted to use computer animation. would yeah. have been a total fucking mistake. Burton convinced Disney to drop the idea, and here's what he said, and I really like this, the class act guy uh, saying this. I was always very protect- protective of Nightmare not to be, not to do sequels or things of that kind. You know, Jack visits Thanksgiving World or other kinds of things just because I felt the movie had a purity to it and and the people that like it, because it's a mass market kind of thing, it was important to keep that purity of it. I tried to respect the people and keep the purity of the project as much as possible. So that he, was, he didn't want to whore it out. Yeah, it was one of those things where like, what well, we should make a sequel because it sold so well, and he was yeah. like, no, that's gonna piss off people. Yeah. They could have easily done it. The reason people
1: liked it is because it was one thing around Christmas.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it was done really well. Uh, Based on 69 reviews collected by Rotten Tomato, which you know is very critical, 97% of the critics enjoyed The Nightmare Before Christmas, with the consensus being of a stunningly original and visually delightful work of stop-motion animation, Most recently, the film ranked number one on Rotten Tomatoes' top 25 best Christmas movies. It's
1: good. I don't think I'd put it in my top ten, but it's good. I'm not going to... I
0: I love that movie. I will watch it over and over, and it doesn't have to be Christmas for me to watch that one.
1: See, you can even watch it during Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number four for me is It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. 1946, Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, and uh, Lionel Barrymore. He was actually Mr. Potter. Uh, Jimmy Stewart was actually George Bailey. And Donna Reed was uh, Mary Hatch, who married George Bailey, married Hatch yeah. Bailey.
0: And I think you put this movie on the list just to piss me off. I love this movie. I hate this movie. i got to watch it in
1: black and white. Well, yeah, duh.
0: Don't get the colored version. I I love black and white movies. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And I know that they're long, and I know that they're tedious a lot of times. It's
1: it's get the best,
0: uh, like... The last half hour of the movie's good. It's great. The last half hour of the movie's great. It's every... It's the hour and a half to two <laughs> fucking hours before that that I'm like, can we get to the fucking good part already? Well, it's
1: like... It, it takes you and lets you have the glimpse of what would life be like without you? Right. What would change Which is if you great. were never born? And that's the last half hour of the movie. I love it. And the thing is, too... But it, you have to see all the life that he did and everything he changed to know how it's going to affect And everybody. most of the movie's not even taking place at Christmas. No, the last... Like you said, the last half hour. Half hour, hour yeah, right.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing, too, and I've told you about this before. The reason why it's become a classic and the reason why it's... The reason it became a year. classic is because they started playing it around the holidays on TV. Right. And you know That's why it. they you know why they did that? It was a flop. Waller? It was a flop in the theaters. Oh, so, it didn't make a lot of money. So though. the TV stations were able to buy it cheap. Yeah. So they put it down during the holidays. That's why it's all sudden become a classic because it's cheap. So what? It was. It sucks. I like it. My wife and I s- bought the DVD because we were like, "This is supposed to be a classic." Neither one of us had ever seen it. That. To me is
1: amazing. So we were like, you know what? You we're guys gonna- were over 30 years old and haven't seen this. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I was over 30. She was still in her 20s. Nice. I got a younger wife. Yeah, high five.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyways, we, I bought the DVD and I said, we're going to watch this. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We popped popcorn. We were all in the, like, we were ready to pay attention. We got our
1: Snuggies we out. We were all
0: set. <laughs> yeah. And when we were done, we both turned to each other and said, that was the biggest piece of shit I've ever watched. Oh my God. It's bad, dude.
1: I love it. It's a great movie. And
0: just to let you know, this is not the movie commentary we're going to be doing. <laughs> no, no, this is. No. So, uh, what do you got for number four? My number. I hit you? My number four. You won't hit me for my number four. You, I'm going to now. No, out of principle. You can't. What do you got? Scrooged. All right. With, with Bill Murray. It's a great movie. Uh, 1988. Yeah. Directed by Richard Donner. Mm-hmm. What did Richard Donner do? The Donner Party. No. Richard Donner, you don't know what he directed? Superman, Superman two, The Goonies, oh I had no the idea, the Lethal Weapon movies, I had no idea. Fucker,
1: I don't care about directors,
0: but okay, all those movies are good. When, if you heard that a director, was I like making another movie, I like
1: Scrooge. You, this goes it back to like
0: paying attention to who does stuff, all right, so you fine. know if it's good or not. All right. So the, the film was marketed with the references to the film Ghostbusters, which had been a great success four years earlier. Mm-hmm. So it was such a success, they were like, we still need to tie this into Ghostbusters. So in the USA, uh, in the United States tagline for Scrooge, it said, Bill Murray is back among the ghosts, only this time it's three against one. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, Al Green and Annie Lennox's version of the song Put a Little Love in Your Heart was featured in the film. It actually reached number nine in the U.S. Oh, wow and was in the top 40 hit in several countries worldwide, I had a couple quotes from Scrooge that you will <laughs> love. Go for it. All right, Frank Cross saying, I want to see her nipples. Yeah. And la- the censor lady says, but this is a Christmas show. He says, well, I'm sure Charles Dickens would want to see her nipples. And the carpenter says, you can barely see them nipples. And Frank's like, see? And, and these guys are really looking. are really, really looking, yeah. <laughs> I love that part. And then, of course, this is a classic line. With the props guy, with the mouse. The mouse, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I can't get the antlers glued to this little guy. We tried crazy glue, but it won't, it didn't, it don't work. And Frank yeah, Cross says, did you, you try staples? staples? Now, here's the quote that actually makes this really high in my list. Not to be totally sentimental, but... That didn't work? Have you tried staples? No. <laughs> That's not sentimental. This... So she hits him with a toaster? This phrase from Frank Cross is what Christmas is to me. Okay. This is what Christmas means to me. He says, it's Christmas... It's pounds of eel? No. no. He says, it's Christmas Eve. It's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer, we smile a little easier, we cheer a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people who we always hoped we would be. That's Christmas to me. Okay. That's why Christmas is my favorite holiday. Scrooge. That's good, yeah. Didn't mean to
1: get all gushy and sentimental there. (laughs) Put your pink panties back on. It's a great line. uh, Leading mind in number three for me is Scrooge, the movie Scrooge. (laughs) Uh, not Scrooge, but Scrooge. Right, I know. Nineteen seventy. It's actually Albert Finney is uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Okay. Sir Alec Guinness. Yes. He's in it as a ghost of Jacob Marley. Yep. And Edith Evans is the ghost of Christmas Past. Those are the three big yeah. names in that movie. And the, I love a Christmas and Carol in general. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a take on a Christmas Carol, but it's right. called Scrooge. Yeah. Um, it's Charles Dickens. It, it's a great.
0: Yeah. A Christmas Carol really is probably one of my all-time favorite
1: stories. Not just oh, yeah. Christmas stories, yeah. but just stories. stories. Yeah, it's just a, where again right? where you see you know what you've done in the past, the future, and the present, and you get a chance to change it. Kind of right. like it's a wonderful life.
0: Yeah, so, very similar. My number three is a Christmas story. Yeah, uh, Ralphie and all that. Yeah, 1983. Yep, uh, it's based on the short stories and semi-fictional anecdotes of our, our author uh, Gene Shepard, including material from his. Books, In God We Trust, All There's Pay Cash, and Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories. Three of the semi-autobiographical short stories on which the film is based on were originally published in Playboy magazine. Nice. Between 1964 and 1966. This movie is obviously known for its TBS, at least here in Ohio. (laughs) TBS does the 24-hour movie marathon where they play it for 24 hours straight. Yeah, it's when me and the wife usually wrap presents. Yep. It was initially overlooked as a sleeper film, and when it was released, it only earned about $2 million its first weekend. By Christmas 1983, however, the film was no longer playing at most venues, but remained in about 100 theaters until January of 1984, and gross uh, earnings were just over $19.2 million. Yeah. So it actually didn't earn a lot of money, but it was... It's like well, a cult classic. Yeah, it's a man. cult classic. Yeah. On December 24th of 2007, AOL ranked it the, the film their number one Christmas movie of all time, and IGN ranked it the film as a top holiday theme movie of all time. Uh, there was a sequel. Yeah, it's not good. Which is not good. It's, it's called at Christmas My time. Summer Story. Is yeah, what it's, it's not called. Not Christmas. Yeah. And there was only two actors yeah. that reprised their role, which was Ralphie's teacher. Yeah. And the narrator Gene Shepard as the narrator. Uh, came back to do the the
1: voiceover. Yeah, it's not as good. But no. Yeah, that's why it's number two on my list. Okay. A Christmas Story, again, 1983. Peter Billingsley as Ralphie. Yep. Uh, Darren McGavin as his father. Yep. Melinda Dillon as his mom. Yep. You gotta, it, it's gotta love the leg lamp. The, yeah, yeah,
0: statue. Yeah, <laughs> statue.
1: That's where that come from.
0: Right. So, um, yeah. Fred G. And must Italian.
1: Italian. <laughs> yeah.
0: And oh, fuck. And we're fortunate enough that here that we have the Christmas Story house. Yeah, it
1: was actually filmed here in, in Cleveland. In the, exterior, in the ghetto. Yeah. The
0: exteriors were. Well, back then it wasn't the ghetto.
1: No, it wasn't the ghetto. <laughs> Nineteen eighty three. no. But
0: we've gone, I've gone to the house. I, I haven't, no. Oh, it's really cool. Uh, and they keep adding stuff to it every year to make it look just yeah. like the Christmas Story Yeah, house. but they
1: have that leg lamp in the window.
0: Yeah, Awesome. And they've actually, I believe they got they've actually got the old uh, car in the driveway now. <laughs> nice. And they re, they gutted the entire house because the interior of the house didn't look like it did in the movie. So they gutted the entire they house, changed it back. and yeah. redid it so this way it would look like it did in the movie. Right. It, That's number two for me. at yeah, Christmas cool. story. Uh, I'll be the BB gun. You'll shoot your eye out. Oh yeah, gotta love it. Uh, number two for me was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. 1989, written by John Hughes. John Hughes, yeah. Who's done a ton. It's based on a short story in National Lampoon's magazine, Christmas 59. The movie debuted at number two at the box office. It was seconded only by Back to the Future Part 2. And uh, it's, I actually like this better than Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it ended up grossing a total of over $71 million. Yeah. Despite, During that weekend alone. Yeah. <laughs> despite many popular songs being presented in the film, there's no official soundtrack that existed. It was believed at one point that a soundtrack was made and released, Le only, Le- Le- Le� but e- M- never actually came out. <excufficiently> yeah, love it. We also had... Uh, this is the only sequel in the Vacation series of movies, National Lampoon Vacation series, that spawned its own direct sequel. Yeah. Which was... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Cousin Island X, Adventure. Yeah, yeah. It is horrible. That's a
1: turd. <laughs> but this movie is hysterical. Yeah, this is my number one uh, Christmas movie of all time. 1989, Chevy Chase is uh, Clark W. Griswold. Oh, yeah. Beverly D'Angelo is his wife. Uh, Juliet Louise, who, from, Elaine from Seinfeld, yep. The Neighbor Next Door. Doris Roberts is in it. Uh, everybody else, oh, is yeah. Raymond's mom. Yep. Uh, Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie. It's classic. You can't
0: see the line, Russ.
1: Yeah, classic <laughs> Griswold, yeah.
0: I love Shitter's full. Yeah, I love uh the prayer. Oh yeah, yeah. Aunt Edna giving the prayer or yeah. and she does the the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, yeah. Uh I Play ball. love Yeah. <laughs> I love the rant that Chevy Chase goes on. Oh yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. But Mary, it's a boss. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas, Bill Murray's holy brother. fucking shit. And I heard most of that was improv. Yeah. Uh, improvised. Chevy Chase, just they just said, you, you're you doing pissed off, and yeah. you're on a
1: rant. And, and you see the eggnog things he's drinking out oh, yeah. of. Oh, yeah. The Wally World glasses. Yes, Wally World glasses. That was awesome. awesome. so And uh, uh, Cousin Eddie's got the black dicky on with the white. Oh, uh, love it. absolutely awesome. I have to Great watch movie. it every year. Yeah. And really, all these movies I have to watch every year at Definitely. Christmas time. That's the number one movie for uh, me My number
0: one, it, it's for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's because it's a take on the Christmas carol. Which is my all, one of my all time favorite stories, and involves some of my all time favorite characters. We're going movie, right? Yeah, movie. What do you got? Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, uh, it was a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Came a out movie. in nineteen ninety two. Has Michael Caine as uh, Scrooge. It's a good Michael uh, Caine. Uh, I like. It's got like a great him. Christmas song uh, that I like. It's called uh, "It Feels Like Christmas," and it's like wherever Feels you find like Christmas, yeah, wherever you find love, that's yeah. where you find Christmas. The uh, Muppet Christmas Carol did not make much of an impact during its theatrical release. No. Because its competition, do you know what its competition was? No. Home Alone 2. Oh, yeah. Home Alone 1 was so big,
1: they thought 2 would be big, so... Yeah. Uh, and that's what they're doing now with Home Alone. They're playing it around Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. all the time to pump it up. Oh, yeah. Like they did with It's a Wonderful Life, I guess.
0: The film became popular, more popular upon its original release on VHS, which is how I saw it. That's how I saw it, yeah. This film was directed by Jim Henson's son, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking over puppeteering role of Kermit, originally performed by Jim Henson before his death in 1990, was Steve Whitmire. So this is the first time we had somebody else doing Someone Kermit. Someone else
1: has got their hand up Kermit's butt. <laughs> right.
0: It's, again, that whole Reese's Cup thing. It's chocolate and peanut butter coming together. I love the Muppets. I love A Christmas Carol. Put it's them good, together.
1: Yeah. It might make my top ten. Yeah, it's yeah, good. It's yeah, really yeah, good.
0: I, I like it. I absolutely love it. It's a, it's just a great Muppet movie. I mean, uh, it's a great Christmas so you've got, movie. You've got, got two movie.
1: movies in there that are uh, Charles Dickens. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, it's a Christmas carol, and I I actually thought about, but it's too soon to really put it in there. Have you seen the latest the one, the Jim with Carrey? The Jim Carrey Christmas carol? No, I carol? haven't. I want to see it. Phenomenal!
1: I got to see that. I
0: saw that in IMAX 3D in the theater. It's on DVD now. Yeah, I'm it, gonna just buy it. A, it's a very very pure take on the story. I mean, there's a couple of parts where maybe it's not, but it's really close to the story. I mean, it's done really well. Nice. It's
1: a bit long, but the story is long. I like the George so. C. Scott version of uh, oh yeah. that one too. It's yeah. really good.
0: If there's anything that's a Christmas Carol, I will sit there and watch it. Oh yeah, Definitely. it's like I have to watch. Some so even carol.
1: cartoons are like it's a like oh, yeah. uh, the Flintstones. Remember they did yep. that one? Yep. The Ghost of Christmas Pratt. Oh Christmas yeah. Future. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like I said, it's just a story I absolutely love. And now my wife isn't too fond of
1: Christmas Carol because it has ghosts, um, so it kind of uh, creeps
0: her out a little bit, especially the Ghost of Future. Come on, that one is creepy. Wow. Christmas Future. Because I want to go see it on stage. I've never seen a Broadway production of it.
1: Oh, you haven't? No, oh, I, I have.
0: would love to go see that.
1: I have. So one uh, of the—that's the only thing I've, I think that and a Nutcracker are the only two Christmas-themed kind of. Yeah, I've never productions seen a Nutcracker seen. either. Really? I have no desire to. It's good. I'm sure it is. I just—you you know the music, you'll love. Yeah, it. yeah. I know the music.
0: Not a big ballet fan. I, don't
1: know, I saw it. Yeah. I've I don't actually know. seen it twice. It's once a little weird school. too, isn't it? I've seen it. I've seen it once with school. Yeah. It's it's like the the Sugar Plum Fairy and they. The Mouse King, and they... they, Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. They... <laughs> it's okay. Sounds weird. <laughs> There's like kidnappings and stuff like that, and saving the princess, and whatever.
0: Okay. It's pretty
1: good. If I want to save the princess, I'll watch Star Wars.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, figure review. <laughs> figure review. Moving on. Going into the uh, Kung Fu Grip. Kung Fu Grip. All right. Going into our Kung Fu Grip, we actually have five figures here. Now, since it is the holidays and it's the season of giving... Yes. I thought a good figure review would be a couple of figures that we actually got as gifts. Thank you very much. Uh, These were from Adam Bessignotti. Our author friend. Our author friend, who actually... Went to Celebration 5. Lucky son of a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gave us a little shit for not going. Like, oh, yeah. It was in Orlando, though. I mean, it's yeah. kind of far from Ohio. I mean, but. if someone wants to pay for our ticket there next time, we'll... we'll We're
1: definitely looking we'll into go. going the next time. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's been announced where it's going to be. No. I, they've kind of hinted around, but... open Columbus. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Even Cincinnati, oh. I mean, that's great. Yeah.
0: But what he sent us, he actually got one of each of these for us, so we could each have one. we didn't have to fight over them. Yes. But what they are We're is... We're like children. He knows us. Right. It's the Galactic Heroes, which are kind of like the superhero squad type figures. Or the, yeah, Joe or, uh,
1: combat heroes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's the Galactic Heroes uh, toy line. It's Luke Skywalker in his X-Wing flight gear with a removable... Helmet. Pilot helmet. Yeah. Yep. Really cool figure, especially from this line. Very detailed, Chuck. It's your favorite.
1: It's my favorite, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker all, all time, yeah. is in his
0: X-wing outfit. Uh, he has a little bit of articulation. He has articulation in his right hand, which holds his blue lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, no, other, no other articulation. The other there. hand doesn't bend, or the head. Nope, head doesn't turn. Uh,
1: it's fixed in there. The, the yeah, they're, they're right not meant hand. to be. You know, they're they're like little chunks of plastic shaped like a figure.
0: Well, and the thing is, that might be my only complaint with this figure is because. Even though a lot of them are done this way, a lot of the later ones of the later series do have a... A little bit of articulation, yeah. Yeah, they have a twisty waist and a twisty head, and both arms will twist. So uh, this some one, of them, yeah. Yeah, so this one only has the the twisty arm. Yeah, end. they're
1: very, very limited in articulation, but what they are, they're like little cute you know representations of figures. Various figures, like, yeah. Like uh, so. Chewbacca will have a smile if you see him, or Yoda right. will, and... And you could only get this figure at Celebration Five. Yeah. So it was. I'm eternally grateful. To or Adam. secondary market. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm eternally grateful to Adam for picking these up. Yeah, me too.
1: This is like I said. This is my favorite Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I absolutely love this figure. I have a bunch of these from Star Wars, and he's in with my other figures, yeah. just displayed there proudly.
0: And I do have a Luke uh, Bespin Luke that's a uh, Galactic Heroes and a Landau Calrissian. Yeah. And so this one sits right
1: there with them. It's. So yeah, the other Luke Skywalker that I have is the the Luke from A New Hope. It is okay. regular white, you know, duds. So I'm I'm not looking to get a lot of these, but I
0: like having a few. Yeah, I didn't of them. want to
1: get a lot of them, but what I did was I bought after uh, Christmas one year. They had these in three packs. Okay, and they were like a th- a third of their original price, and there were nice. three of them in each one, and they had like Christmas decorations on. Them. Like Chewbacca was holding like a Christmas tree, and nice. uh, C3PO and R2D2 had Santa Claus hats on. Right. But I didn't know until I opened them like a year later because I just. Bought them after Christmas. They, I put them in the a yeah. box and put them up in the attic with the Christmas stuff. They should have
0: melted down C-3PO and made them an ornament.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. maybe. I didn't know that you could actually take the Christmas stuff off, and they were just regular figures underneath. Okay. Eight. So I got three figures for like three bucks. That's awesome. Because they were like a third off. Yeah. And I, I like took all the Christmas garb off of them. Nice. <laughs> I put it in a cup, and I just kept the figures, and I'm like, yeah, I'm hooked on these things now. Yeah. Because I, I didn't want to buy these. I didn't want to start another line. Well, but the, I'm glad I did because I actually I absolutely love them. Yeah, and I've just, got all the GI Joe ones that were released, not the movie stuff. Right. But I've got all the GI Joe ones that were released.
0: The two that I have that came in a two pack, which was like I said, the Best Ben Luke and the Lando Lando Calrissian, uh, were gifts from my wife uh, last Christmas. She got them as a stocking
1: stuffer. That's they're perfect for that too. You get two yeah. of them in a pack, or I've even seen like at a like a Family Dollar where they sell one individually. Yeah. But yeah, they're pretty much commonly seen at at you know, Target, Toys R Us. Yep. uh, Walmart as yep. two packs. Yep. You get sometimes there's one figure and one like vehicle. like there was a Luke Skywalker with a land speeder. Yep, or no, uh, speeder bike. Speeder bike. That's it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and and what we were is we were at Toys R Us looking for some stuff for our nieces and nephews, yeah. and I saw them and I said, oh, this would be cool as a stocking stuffer for me. Yeah. And she was like, well, do you want me to
1: get that for you then? And yeah. Let like, me get all these six <laughs> here. Yeah. So I, I was like, this, he picked his. Filled a cart full, and she's like, "You can have one." Right? You're like, "One? Fuck! I don't even want one." <laughs> well, that was the hard part; is I had to pick one. Yeah. And the
0: best one they had was the Lando and Bespin Luke. Yeah. It was just really cool.
1: Now I've so. got I've got R two D two C three po i O. I've got um, Luke Chewbacca. Skywalker, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, Han Solo, Han Solo and Carbonite. Uh, I've got Slave Girl Leia and R two D two with the poor Han Solo. Well, I got a regular Han Solo. <laughs> oh, a, okay. And I got Han and Carbonite, and it's a big block. And then I've got Slave Girl Leia, and I've got um, R2D2 with the drinks on his mm-hmm. head. and I, I got a lot of them. I'll bring them in one day, we'll review.
0: And like I said, the thing I really like with this figure, too, is that his helmet mm-hmm. does come off. It's yeah, like, some of it's the other like, ones
1: don't have helmets that, right. that they don't come off.
0: And you can actually put it on his other hand, so it's almost like he's holding his helmet. Yeah, with his lightsaber.
1: Now, the lightsaber's kind of bendy, kind not of with warped. Not He's not no, really I'm saying with it, his lightsaber? Yeah, but the Friends lightsaber. Like that. <laughs> you can do that, yeah. But the lightsaber is kind of bendy, kind of warped. I mean, they're kind of. But you know, that's how they're forward. supposed to be. You know, yeah. I guess five or six year old kids or something like that, yeah. or us, or us. Um, <laughs> now, they're now, nice little doodad trinkets, cheap piece to sit on your desk at work. You know. the other figure he sent to us is um, I'm a big Lego fan. I, I I like Legos too. My my you know eleven year olds into Legos. Yeah. seriously. I grew up as a serious Lego builder, <laughs> and uh, so I didn't we, get a lot of Legos. My sister did, but I oh, kind of played with her. I got a
0: ton of them. So what he sent to us was again, you can only get it at Celebration Five yeah. was. Pretty much the Ralph MacQuarie version of Boba Fett. He's all white. Yeah, as a Lego figure. Yeah, he's all white. Is definitely. Figure, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely Boba Fett, but he is—he's all white. So that's the Ralph MacQuarie yeah. version. His blaster looks like Boba Fett's blaster. Oh yeah. But in Lego form. Yeah. He comes. He has a black. Inside of his mask, yeah, the Lego uh, his visor. head, thing, yeah, the yeah. Lego head is is and black. It, uh, you
1: just pop another top on it, which yep. holds the backpack. Yeah,
0: and it's uh, a typical Lego minifigure. If yep. you're familiar with those, now the only thing that I wish they had done with this figure was I remember back in my days of having Legos, I had the scuba diving guys, and you could put the scuba tank under the under head, the neck, yeah, under the head, yeah, yeah, under the neck, and then you'd put the helmet on over that. Well, I wish they had done that with his jetpack. I wish the jetpack had gone under the neck, okay. and then the helmet went it was removed over removed that. Without taking a whereas off, yeah. this is all
1: one piece. Yeah, the backpack helmet's all one piece, yeah. and so so when you take off the helmet, you'll have to get a photo of him unmasked.
0: Yeah, when you take off the helmet, <laughs> in you're blackface,
1: ta- Boba Fett, in blackface. <laughs> right, you're taking the helmet off. You're taking the backpack off. So yeah. that would probably be my only wish if I could change the figure. Yeah, but- I thought about because I I do like that Luke Skywalker in the X-wing so much. I thought about actually buying the Lego X-Wing and just have it displayed and not... Oh, yeah? Because you get the minifigure of Luke and his flight gear, yeah. But I didn't, because it's, like, damn near, like, 75 bucks or something. Lego sets are expensive as a mother. I do Number one is because they're imported from another country. Number two, you get to pay for the Star Wars licensing, because if you get a set that goes with, like, Star Wars or Indiana Jones or Prince of Persia, all the things that... Toy Story, all the ones that are out now, you pay for that licensing, as opposed to plain Legos, where... There's no other additional costs involved. But Legos, in general, they're, they're pricey items. I'm just waiting until I can talk. Go ahead. Okay. I'm just <laughs> waiting for you to say something worth saying. Well, I was going
0: to say, I have a Leg- I do have a Star Wars Lego set. <laughs> which is- <laughs> A T-Bang. I am never allowed to talk in this episode. I swear <laughs> to God. Go ahead. We'll call it the silent issue of Ryan. So, anyways, I do have a Lego set that's Star Wars, which is the battle on Mustafar. which is uh, Obi-Wan versus uh, Anakin, basically, Darth Vader at that point. It's got some movable pieces. It's really kind of cool. Where is it? My wife got it for me. I have it in the other room. It's
1: boxed up right
0: now. Oh, you haven't built it yet? I built it. But I took it apart put it away so I could store it someplace. That's what? the whole idea. When
1: you build them up, you're supposed to store them that way.
0: Well, I remember they did
1: the Millennium Falcon that way, right? right? I have to finish this room, dude. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Once this room's done, I'll be happy. To you're gonna it. get the like five hundred dollar Death Star and build no, it Legos. I would love that. Hell yeah! Thing. Is it five hundred? dollars It's like four something. Yeah. Is it? Wow. By the time you tax it and shit, I him. would love that thing. Fuck yeah! But anyway, Falcon. That's like $200, two bills. But we got uh, Boa Fett. Start big and ask for the Death Star, <laughs> and then when she says no, you're out of your friggin' mind. Go with I'll take the Falcon. Right, <laughs> that's only less than half price. Right,
0: so we got this from Adam. Yeah, very cool, awesome figure. Again, very unique figure. You can. Yeah, and get again, thanks,
1: sincere thanks for yeah. sending those. It was very, so very cool. much appreciated. They do sit proudly
0: on my shelf. Oh yeah, so they they have their own their own place. Yeah, mine's so. among my
1: collection. Yep. Now, going into, do you want to go into your G.I. Joe before we get into the holiday figures? Yeah, we'll do this. Uh, what we have here is the uh, the G.I. Joe, uh, the blue card of the new stuff. Right. There's a, there's a It has some, like, rise of Cobra. It's called something, but I forget what it's called. I right now. Remember. We'll throw it up there. But this is actually Snow Job. And the reason I picked this one is because it's actually, you know, kind of cold and snowy here where we're living at in oh, Ohio. Fucking it's freezing like 26 right now. degrees outside, and we have snow, so. It took me an hour and a half to drive home. Yeah, which normally takes... 45 minutes at most. Yeah. This is a snow job here with uh, all his gear except for his little um, snow pack, I guess. Blanket, whatever. Sleeping bag. Slumber party snow job. (laughs) But yeah, you take this off and you roll it out. And when he's laying down like a sniper, he's got a blanket of snow over top of him. Yep. But yeah, it comes with skis, ski poles, a rifle, a backpack... A gas can for extra fuel. A little frying pan mess thing. kit with a frying pan. Yeah. It's this snow I don't know, An what ice pack. Ice pick thing, yeah. Yeah. And the backpack you actually never been has mountain a, climbing have you? No, no, <laughs> not really. No. I tend to not get above sea level that often. But yeah, and um and the backpack has a radio antenna for the like nice. radio. So yeah. Now here's the thing I
0: like with this figure. And it'll surprise you. Is I like the accessories. You really because uh, you really don't like accessories. I love accessories. I love accessories that will all go on the figure or that I can use with the figure. This one, you can actually literally put pretty much every accessory on this figure he has a place for.
1: Yeah, definitely. Every There's a place for everything. I think this even like jumbles up on the back or this on the being, bottom or something. This
0: being the little... Roll up. The little
1: white roll-up. Yeah, because you roll it up, it comes with like, a rubber band roller thing. Yeah. So he can actually sit on his little stand, hold all his little accessories. I love that. And it's awesome. And he's got, like, the frost and the snow on his red beard. He's got the goggles on. He's got the... The only thing... He's got that new G.I. Joe logo on his yeah. white. But I'll overlook that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a nice classic update on a traditional character. So Lots I, of points I really of articulation. Like yeah, the traditional, the 25... Yeah. Um, Twenty fifth style, I guess I should say.
0: Looks a lot more like a real soldier would, I would think.
1: Yeah, he's got the uh, ball hinge neck, ball hinge shoulders, yeah. uh, elbows, swivel wrists, ball hinge knees, double ball hinge knees there, I guess, and then the ankles move. Yeah. And now the, I don't the waist
0: I don't know, too. and maybe our military people can let us know if they've ever been in some kind of sniper the, the rifle snow, yeah. in the snow environment. But I don't know if an actual soldier would carry this much material with him. Because it seems like he would stand out a bit, <laughs> yeah. but maybe they do. I don't know.
1: Yeah, If I was going to carry a gas can, I'd put like a pop-up grill somewhere or something. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. That's just me. You want to carry that Maybe for a while? Uh, Maybe a little, little deep fry, like a Fry Daddy or something, so I can make it You know how heavy those things are? But if that's full of gas, you know how heavy that is? Yeah, but that you can use for just to burn wood. Or you can put the cooking oil in it for the Fry Daddy for the wings <laughs> and the hot poppers. Because there's nothing more that you need than something hot. I've gone
0: when you got a sniper. I've gone climbing. You don't want a fucking fry daddy on your
1: back. (laughs) Not a hot one. (laughs) Not even a cold one. (laughs) Well, maybe that's where he puts his granola. Some bitches are heavy. (laughs) Maybe that's where he puts his granola on the skis, as opposed to the regular snow job who came with the backpack, the two skis, the ski poles, and the rifle. Right. This guy comes with all of that. He's got two ski poles, a rifle, skis. Plus other accessories, the skis are way longer than the traditional skis, and they're made of a like a rubbery. They're not hard plastic, so they won't snap if you bend them. Right, they're a rubbery kind of plastic. But they're probably more
0: in line with what an actual ski would be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they were
1: kind of accurate. So very cool figure. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah, very uh, very unique kind of figures, all geared up for the cold. Yep. And again, the uh, only wish the goggles came up a little bit, but they don't. Yeah. But overall, he comes with this little stand. it has got his name on his stand, so everybody knows it's him. Very cool.
0: As if you wouldn't know.
1: Well, he there's <laughs> other, you know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with
1: that. Moving <laughs> <laughs> right along. Right,
0: Moving right, 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 right. right along into some actual holiday figures. Yeah, here we go. I actually have... Let me bring them over here. I actually have some Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer figures. Ta-da! I put these out every Christmas. I brought them out special today. I don't have my holiday gift... Uh, gifts...
1: I don't have my holiday... I don't have holiday gift shit. <laughs> you have don't have your holiday have display. Your, your house is not decorated for Christmas. No. Which was the comment I made when I came over. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm working on it, dude. You have a pumpkin out by your TV. A That's, jack-o-lantern. Have, not a pumpkin, a jack-o-lantern. I haven't put that away yet. It's not a real jack-o-lantern. <laughs> well, no, it's a... Like a <laughs> it's a plush display. Or, Yeah, We but got it as a gift from somebody. Today is December 6th, my friend. You have 19 days till Christmas.
0: Right. And trust me, I leave up my Christmas decorations for a while after Christmas, so... March. (laughs) I I make up for lost time. So... No doubt. Anyways, what I have here is... I think
1: these were available uh, at
0: Toys R Us. Toys R Us. And I think you can still
1: find them every once in a while at Toys R Us. Sometimes, yeah. They're really cool.
0: So, what they are... So that the listeners actually know what the fuck we're talking about. Word um, is it's from the Rudolph the nosed Reindeer like claymation. Yeah, the series that, uh, Rankin and Bass right production. It's Sam
1: the Snowman, which is Burl Ives. Yep. Well, it's not Burl Ives. Burl Ives did the voice. No, I think it actually looks like Burl Ives with that. <laughs> it does bash. look like him. That's what I'm saying. If Burl Ives were a snowman, he's that guy. That's what he looks like. Uh, and we have Yukon Cornelius. Yes. So,
0: Silver. Right. So wanted to. Pick some more obscure characters pick. from it. And he comes with a pick. He comes with a pick. So going into uh, Yukon there, well, let's since Yukon, you're looking yeah. at him, he has earmuffs. He has a little hat there. I kept the rubber band on the earmuffs so this way they could stay on his head.
1: Yeah, now the ear- earmuffs are removable. The head is not.
0: Right. And then we have, you know, his famous mustache going yeah. his little eyes and everything He's wearing else. his blue parka. He's got a little knife. That goes into his. Everybody needs a little knife. Goes into his belt. He's got a little hammer here that goes for into his belt as well yeah. for prospecting. He's got his pickaxe. Yep. and he's got his snowshoes on, and his snowshoes are removable as well. He looks like he's got a sharpie in his pocket. Yeah, to sign
1: autographs. That does not come out though. No, it's molded in.
0: Right. So this uh, figure I've had for a while. You can actually see there's been a little bit of discoloration on the one shoulder there, oh, yeah. just over time. But I've had him for quite a while. I like I said, I put them out every Christmas. He's got some. Elbow articulation where it kind of twists, uh, shoulder articulation goes up and down, head articulation turns just turn. Yeah, now this is what like right. a four about a five or six inch figure I would
1: about say. a five inch figure. Yeah, his uh, legs twist just back and forth. Yeah, you're going to get minimal articulation yeah. on this guy. He's more of a he's more for the display, display piece. Yeah,
0: but still you can pose him. In yeah, different, very fun.
1: Different Very poses Very and stuff. Uh, very looks. You
0: know, just like the character accurate to yeah. the character. Yeah. Now with uh, Sam the Snowman.
1: Is that, again, a, is that a date on the back of that? I can't uh, read that date. You
0: know what? I don't know. No, that's not a... Uh, yeah, I guess so. That's really small, though. Yeah, I can't read that. I but
1: can't. yeah, they were they were around Toys R Us a couple of years ago. I mean, you could probably still find them on eBay. Yeah, they, they constantly, every Christmas season... Around the $10 to $15 range, I yeah. guess, depending on which one you bought. But at
0: Christmas time, they do tend to come out with... Uh, new versions Updated of them. Updated versions, yeah. But they still look like the classic ones. Yeah, and I,
1: there's different sizes. There were the smaller versions you could buy, yeah. the mid-size and the large. Now, one of the
0: things I got from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, before we get into Sam the Snowman here, uh, I bought the Santa's Castle, Yeah, which is about two, three feet tall. Nice. Or... Not three feet, about two feet tall. It's mm-hmm. about yay big. Santa playset, um, yeah. It's a playset, and it comes with little mini figures of all these characters. Oh, nice,
1: nice. Now, now, more inaccurate with
0: the uh, playset, right. yeah. Now, the thing that's really cool about that, I'm so glad I bought it because I love having it. It's a really cool set. And if you wanted to get it now, it would cost you like a good $200. Wow. I think I got it for like 40, 50 bucks. Nice. Maybe, so, maybe
1: that. So you're thinking eBay? No, I'm
0: keeping, <laughs> I'm keeping the son of a bitch. Nice. Because uh, I, I just love it. That oh yeah, much, yeah, so.
1: and again with the uh, the extra snowshoes on him, he doesn't really need a lot of help standing. He stands very yep. well.
0: So now we got uh, a yeah, very cool figure, Sam the Snowman, who comes with quite a bit. He actually comes with well. First off, let me tell you how I got Sam the Snowman. I have all I have a
1: bunch of these figures from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I remember your display last year it was pretty nice, and pretty impressive.
0: A friend from work, she has a, a son who loves, like, Toy Story and all that type of stuff. Well, I have all those movies. So I let her borrow a bunch of those movies, and she had them for a really long time. So to thank me... you're thinking she stole them and you called the cops? No, no. She was... So we started talking about some of these sets, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer set and everything else, and she's... To thank me, she actually got me Sam the Snowman because she knew I didn't have him.
1: Oh, that's awful So it was
0: really nice. Sam the Snowman comes with a snow base. Yeah. Uh, He comes with a Christmas tree... No, it's very very yeah. decorated. It's got decorated on it yeah. and bulbs, and a he uh, he comes with a hat that's actually magnetic to his head. Oh, like the palisade cool. Muppet figures exactly. Um, it does fall off pretty easily, but it it is magnetic. It is yeah. magnetic. He ha- and he comes with his banjo. Awesome. Uh, his arms are bendy. Oh, like it. yeah, okay, all right. So you can like bend them in, bend them out, whatever to hold the um, banjo. Yeah. yeah, to hold the banjo. He is kind of older again, so. He probably doesn't bend as well as he used to. Yeah, uh, his <laughs> too many more bends yeah. and, and he got his, wires coming out of the elbow. His base uh, of snow twists so that you can get him. So he's looking up in the sky. Yeah, or you can get him where he's looking down low. Or again, he's a snowman. He's not going to have legs. He's off to the side
1: a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but he's he, got his uh, you know little goatee and his mustache. And yep,
0: and you can put the banjo in his hand. And it, Works real well for setup if you bend his arms the right way. I've already bent them out of place, so yeah but he has his banjo. And then the the really cool thing is the bass. Yeah. The bass actually plays Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Excellent. So that works well because he was the one pretty much singing the song. Yeah, he was the narrator of the story. Right, so. But he's got his
1: traditional vest on, which is fabric, and got he's got, his, got his, his little watch. Stopwatch thing going there. So it's just a regular watch, not a stopwatch. It's a stopwatch. It's not a stopwatch. He's not <laughs> tying on the reindeer. Yeah, for their reindeer games. Whatever. <laughs> he's got his little uh, la- uh, shoelace tie. Yeah, tie. so this figure actually has a, a rubbery plastic for the arms, yep. and he's got hard plastic for the base, and he's got fabric for the uh, clothes. Yep. So he's got a lot going on. Yeah.
0: Uh, just really well put. It's And again, it's great for display. Yeah. Probably not so much it, yeah. for playing, but for well, display. Yeah, and with the
1: Christmas tree, it looks like real garland, like hot glue to a, a fake kind of tree, yep. which makes it look kind of nice, kind of sparkly.
0: I have a ton of these figures. I picked out these two to show, but I put up a display of these figures every year. Yeah. And
1: it's, I have awesome. Santa's sleigh with all of his reindeer. Awesome. I have Rudolph, of course. Yeah. That, now, I did buy my son the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, you push down the back tail of the yep. deer, and, and his, his nose, nose lights up. Lights now up. I have to uh, Both antlers have been busted off. He played with the figure, and the antlers aren't busted off there.
0: on mine, but I do have to replace the battery because I've had them for a number of years. And oh, his nose
1: still lights. Yeah,
0: this is the first year that his nose is not lighting up. Uh-oh. So I have to. He what does. Ha- he does have in his belly a uh, screw. A screw, yeah. and yeah. you can take that out and put new battery in. So that's fine. All right, so that's so, our
1: uh, five toy reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: going to be fun to put up. Go with that. <laughs> So uh, now we're going to f- let's finish up the top 5. Let's finish off our top 5 with our going back to our battle files.
1: Battle files again. So this time what we wanted to do was a top 5 Christmas cartoons. Right. So we did regular uh, movies. Now we want to do animated movies or shorts. Yeah, ones that pretty much appeared on television. Um, and uh, these, they were a little bit, little bit harder for me, so I had some honorable mentions with these. Well, actually, that's um, one
0: thing I wanted to mention. When it comes to honorable mentions, I did have a few for the movies. Oh, I just what wanted did to you mention? Idea? Real quick. Um, I'm sorry, sir. The time I, has passed. <laughs> I know one that you don't like, but I love is Elf.
1: That movie fucking blows.
0: I love that movie, and I'm not a huge uh,
1: Will Ferrell fan. I like them in uh, Talladega Night. I hate that movie. I love that movie. You made <laughs> first your last, Ricky Bobby, baby. No. Elf was just is a nice family
0: movie. It was it's very funny. He's just he's
1: it. way too much over the top. In but he's movie. supposed to be in that I one. I don't like that movie.
0: Another one that I had on there, it's a Christmas movie, Gremlins.
1: Yeah, but I don't think holiday favorites run to the cabinet, grab gremlins. You're? But it is set at Christmas time. But I'll here's the that. thing.
0: <coughs> holiday movies don't have to all be like these
1: happy, cheery. Those little, are the ones I want to watch this during is, the holidays. This is kind of a darker I don't want that movie. Sometimes I I'll, like Gremlins, sometimes I do. But when I think of Gremlins, I would think of it as. Um, it all takes place at Christmas. I know, but I wouldn't associate it as Giz- being... Gizmo's a Christmas gift. I know that. <laughs> I just don't think of it as the same as I think of, like, a Christmas carol or. Well, that's why was, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's why it was an honorable mention. Yeah. But uh, back, back to our well, regular. topic. Uh, well, you, you got another one? Oh, I my one God. One more. All right, go with it Die Hard. <coughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> I know it takes place during Christmas. Not the traditional Christmas movie I'm looking for.
0: The When it came to Gremlins and Die Hard, it, I ended up putting them on my list as honorable mentions just because I saw them on a top 25 all-time Christmas movie list. Yeah. It cracked me up because I was like, oh my god, I would never have thought of those as Christmas movies. But they, but did, they yeah. are. I mean,
1: they kind of are. I yeah, mean. that first Die Hard does take place around the holidays. Right. Actually, the second Die the second Hard does Di- too. That's what I'm, Well, both top, of them yeah, do. The first yeah. and
0: second one do. But Gremlins, I actually could see it being a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's out in the snow, and you know everything's decorated. Yeah, and it's Christmas
1: time. So, so those, anyways, those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, for movies. So <laughs> honorable mentions for Christmas cartoons. Uh, we got this, uh, and I've been watching a lot with the kids. Shrek the Halls. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's pretty I, good. I, I'm sure it is. I I haven't seen it. So Shrek and Donkey, and he's got. I uh, he went. He never had a Christmas before, so he tries to give his kids Christmas, and he goes to the uh, store and he buys. Uh, Christmas for village idiots Okay And not, you know Yeah Christmas for dummies Right But yeah, and then um, So he gives his family You know, regular Christmas And this is after they have The the kids and everything Right So it's like uh, It takes place later on In the Shrek world Another honorable mention Is The Year Without a Santa Claus But I recently watched that This weekend with the kids And the only reason I like that movie Is The Snow Miser and Heat Miser Right, the song <clears throat> and those characters, I, I yeah. don't like anything else other than the movie. But yeah. that's the, the one thing that stuck out to me.
0: Yeah, was a snow miser and heat miser. Yeah, and and that's really the only thing to watch for in that movie. Anyway, pretty much. So. I think
1: they make figures of those two guys like these. I know. I'd like to get them. Yeah, I would too. But just put those two, and another one was a uh, He-Man and She-Ra Christmas, nineteen eighty-five, oh, made Christ. for TV. I just put that on there. To, here, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty good. I like it. Okay. I, I would. I wouldn't mind picking up on DVD. I don't have it. Okay. Just well, ideas. Keep it right. Write we might, it down. I already
0: got you an idea. So, all right. We might get that one time because we might have to do a, uh, maybe next Christmas we'll do a commentary on that one or something. My honorable mentions were Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Again, I love Christmas Carol, so. Yeah, there you go. uh, Frosty the Snowman, who I really wanted to put in my top five. Yeah. I just couldn't find a place for him. I know. Yeah, he was right on the cusp. And this one was totally on the cusp. In fact, he was on the list and I bumped him. Ooh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh my god, you bumped Charlie Brown? No, I love it, but here's the thing. I'm about to walk out of the room. Well, like you were saying with A Year Without Santa Claus, I've watched it again, and while I still love it, now that I know everything that's happened, it's a little slow. Like wow! Like that I love the, slow. I love the whole the whole thing that Linus does with what Christmas is all about. Yeah, where he gives like the biblical passage. But yeah. like the whole Christmas tree thing, it's like okay, can we get to the point where everyone is happy about the Christmas tree and they decorate it? Wow, sweet Jesus! I love it. Um, Don't get me wrong, I love it. I watch it every year. Wow! But it was just it it got bumped because it's slow. It just is slow moving. It's so, might break up the band. All right, so anyways. You're number five. Number five, uh, the Smurfs Christmas special.
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs> I love that thing. I love the Smurfs, dude. I got a Smurf. Uh, uh. Uh, a TV, made for TV, 1982. Uh, yeah. Basically, the synopsis of it is: is two kids get lost. Uh, the Smurfs help them get back to their family. Uh, Gargamel tries to help out, pretend to help out to get the reward. And they all and, have Smurfberry Crunch. <laughs> yeah, it's a great you know, Smurfy movie.
0: It's a great Smurfy movie. It's a Smurfy movie. Okay. You got anything else for it? No, that's it. I okay. love it. I went in depth. Dude. Check it out. Um, I went in depth
1: with Smurfy. T V nineteen eighty two. Sure. My uh, Smurfs nineteen eighty one is where they started.
0: Okay. Go for it. My number five won't be a huge surprise. Uh I'm up at Family Christmas. Okay. It came out in nineteen eighty seven. I was about twelve years old. Wasn't
1: John Denver in that? No.
0: Are you sure? Nah, I'm up at Family Christmas.
1: It wasn't John Denver. Okay. He did a song with them. Yeah, he Christmas did a song time. with them. Yeah. This was,
0: uh, basically, this... Here's some cool things about it. This is one of the very few Muppet productions to feature Muppets associated with all four of the major Muppet franchises, which include The Muppet Show, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, and The Muppet Babies. Oh, wow. Who actually are seen as actual puppets instead of cartoon counterparts. Yeah, puppets, yeah, I remember that, yeah. This special (laughs) also featured an on-screen guest cameo by Jim Henson. Okay. In addition, the United Kingdom broadcast marked the first appearance of Doc on British television.
1: Oh, the Fraggle Rock guy. Fraggle Rock guy.
0: In the UK version uh, of Fraggle Rock, it was actually a lighthouse keeper. The part of Doc is played by a lighthouse keeper. Oh, okay. So kind of a little bit different there. Because of music rights being secured only for television, recent video releases of this show actually leave out two musical numbers and at least four other scenes. Wow. So, but if you go to the UK or Germany... Those are still all left intact in their versions because they don't have to
1: follow United States copyright laws. Nice. So, so what you want to do is get we, a DVD, we get a DVD player that plays uh, regions other than right. US. Now buy it online. There were
0: actually. rumors that in Canada, it's probably on YouTube. They were selling a two disc DVD set that had everything still in it. Now, here's the cool thing though: you can go on YouTube and find the original uncut version, yeah. which is the part we grew up with, because. I remember. I'm sure you might remember this too. There was like a part where S- Fozzie is arguing with a snowman. They tell jokes back and oh, forth, yeah, 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 yeah. and then they sing a song together. That part's cut out in the U.S. version, as far as the DVD release. Oh wow, it's been a long time since I've seen it, though. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff. The plot involves Doc from Fraggle Rock escaping life on the Seashore to spend the holidays in, in the forest. The country house he chooses to stay at happens to be owned by and operated by Fozzie Bear's mom. And she's renting the house to Doc because she is going to be going to Malibu for Christmas. When Fozzie comes home for the holidays, bringing all his Muppet friends with him, everyone gets snowed in, and chaos, hilarity, and sentiment normally associated with the Muppet show ensues. Yeah. So I actually had my sister-in-law actually got me the DVD of this. Nice. Not the uncut version, because I didn't even know there was an uncut yeah, version. yeah, who knew, yeah. But, yeah, so I... Again, this is one of those ones I watch every year because I have the DVD.
1: And I pop it in. I again, love you've it. got a giant Muppet heart on right now. Yep. So, so going on to number four. <laughs> Speaking of Muppets, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's uh, another Jim Hinton uh, Productions here. It was actually made for uh, TV 1970. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that old, honestly. 1971, actually. Yeah, I have 70, what I looked up here. Well, you know. But actually, it's uh, basically what the story is. It's, it's a play on a, a, a gift of the Magi. Yep. So we have uh, Emmett Otter and his mom. Emmett wants money, $50 for a new guitar that he sees in town. And the mom wants a piano. Right. Uh, but she tells, she sells, ends up selling puzzle tool chest to get the money to buy the fabric, to get a dress, to enter a contest, yep. to buy Emmett the guitar. And he puts a hole in Ma's wash tub. To play wash tub bass in the band to get money to buy mom the piano. Yep. So it's it's
0: kind of like it's everyone's trying to do something nice for the other. But they
1: ended up wrecking and see that that's how they made their money was my wash clothes in the wash tub right. and Emmett fixed stuff and did odd jobs with Pa's old tool chest. Right. So now they both of them they have no money coming in because they wrecked the stuff or they sold it. But at the end of the movie they end up singing at the uh, little tavern. Yep. And they end up you know making money that way and. Happily yeah. ever after a family.
0: And you have the uh, Nightmare Band. Riverbottom Nightmare Band. Yes, that was great. That was the best part of the movie. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's name was Chuck. <laughs> the Riverbottom bear. Riverbottom
0: Nightmare Bear. <laughs> and that was, uh,
1: I believe that's Frank Oz. Yeah. But yeah, I remember my mom would get HBO around the holidays just so we could watch this. Yeah. Well, to go, to kind of play off of that, I'm going to skip my number
0: four to tell you my number three.
1: Just say number four. We'll come back to it. <laughs> All
0: right. My number four. And we know number three now. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Okay, the, yeah. The claymation again or uh, stop motion actually. Uh I thought it was claymation until I looked up a little bit about it. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. Nineteen seventy stop motion television special made by Rankin and Bass, just yeah. like the Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer, uh with models carved from wood. Nice. The film stars uh actor Fred Astaire as S D. Kluger, the, I mean, he's nar- the their narrator, he's the mailman. Bag, yeah. And Mickey Rooney as Chris Kringle. Mickey Rooney's an Aldi's baby. Oh yeah. And it's a role that he frequently plays. Uh, yeah, he was later. Santa
1: Claus in A Year Without a Santa Claus.
0: Yep. It's based on the Christmas hit of the same name, which was introduced on the radio by Eddie Cantor in 1934. Wow. For many years, the special had been cut for network television to make room for more commercials. First Toymaker to the King and No More Toymaker to the King, as well as wedding scenes are often truncated. Bitches. Uh, Jessica's song, My World is Beginning Today, is nearly always cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, and If You Sit on My Lap Today is sometimes dropped as well,
1: which I don't even remember that one. If you sit on my lap, lap
0: today, okay. Okay. Kiss
1: a toy is the price you'll pay. Got it. Yeah. That's uh, where it gets to be all creepy and pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> ABC
0: and its sister cable network, ABC Family, currently run this special annually. I own um, the DVD, sir. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Uh, also cut from most airings is the scene with Burgermeister setting fire to the pile of toys as it seems unsettling to smaller children.
1: It's very German-esque book burger. Oh,
0: very much so. Yeah. Uh, they also cut the scene where Rudolph is mentioned in some of the airings. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. However, the DVD release is fully restored. Yeah. yeah. The part that used to creep me out was the Winter Warlock. When he first went oh, over the it. mountain and he's got the teeth and everything. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I it's kinda, creepy, yeah. I was kind of
0: scared of that as a kid. That's, that's my favorite. not going to lie. My favorite song is put one foot in front of the other. <clears throat> yeah, him and
1: Topper. Yeah, yeah, it's an awesome song. It's a good movie. So, yep. Uh, number three for me is actually Mickey Mouse Mickey's Christmas Carol. Nice. 1983. Alan Young is uh, Scrooge McDuck. Uh, Mickey and the gang tell the Charles Dickens Christmas yeah. Carol. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. They actually did figures of that.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, I do not
1: own any, but I would like to. I do And not. they're not that bad off on eBay last I checked. Oh, really? There are not many of them. Yeah. But what was there? They they weren't terribly overpriced. Very cool. So I, I might mean, be buying some. We've
0: talked about a Christmas Carol. I mean, just I think it's probably various, one of our favorite movies. Now. Various at it, yeah. various versions of it. All over. maybe it, like, that's <laughs> what we're gonna review. Who knows? So my number three: Emmett Otters Jug Band Christmas. Excellent choice. <laughs> uh, Never heard of it. Who is it? It's a. It was actually first a children's storybook by Russell Hoban, which was first published in 1971. In 1977, it was adapted to a television special by Jim Henson yeah. uh, with songs by Paul Williams.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Paul Williams, yeah.
0: Yeah. The Henson. Cone's in it, too. Absolutely. Well, I'm going into that in a second here. Hit me. The Henson special has been adapted to a live musical stage Did not know show that. by the Jim Henson Company. It premiered at the Godspeed Opera House on December of 2008. Oh, wow. Recently. In uh, 1977, Muppet creator Jim Henson produced a one-hour television adaptation of the story for HBO. That's where I saw it. Yeah, that's where I saw it, too. Uh, The special later aired on ABC in 1980 and on Nickelodeon in the 1990s.
1: That's why I didn't think it was that old, because I remember seeing it as a kid, and I'm like, I was born in 75. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with Kermit. The original
0: special was hosted by Kermit the Frog. Mm -hmm. however later releases edited the frog's narration due to legal issues bitches while the jim henson company retained ownership of an otter's jug band christmas the company sold the rights to the muppets including kermit to walt disney company in 2004 so that's why kermit got taken out because they didn't have the rights to kermit anymore oh
1: so if you buy your dvd cat see i don't own this on dvd i do is it got Kermit in it? I can't remember. Son of a bitch. I will watch it okay. because I love it. Well, I know you're watching Yeah, I'll watch it,
0: and next episode I'll report back. Duly noted. Um Emmett Otter was performed and voiced by Muppet performer Jerry Nelson, best known for playing Robin, uh, the Kermit's frog, nephew, yeah. and Sergeant Floyd Pepper on The Muppet Show. Additionally performed on Fraggle Rock for all five seasons, most notably as Gobo Fraggle Gobel. and Marjorie the Trash Heap. Emmett's mother, Alice Otter, was puppeteered by Frank Oz, but was voiced by Marilyn Sokol. Hmm. Frank Oz did Yoda. Yeah. So, and, and a lot Fozzie of other... Fozzie Bear. A lot of the Muppets. Yeah. So, I like... And Chuck. I like tying the it... The bottom Nightmare Bank. I like tying it
1: back to Star Wars, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's uh, Emmett Otter. yeah. Uh, number two for me is actually Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Rankin and Bass Productions. Yep. Uh, made for TV, 1964. Yep. Burl Lives as Sam the Snowman. And there's our boy right over there yep. we did a figure review of. Yep. I uh, love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, oh, yeah. Island of Missing Toys. Yeah. At, Army the Elf who wants to be a dentist. Oh, yeah. Now, at work, we used the to. The Abominable Snowman. We have cubicles. Bumbles Bouts. Yep. We have cubicles. Yeah. I'm like
0: Dilbert. We actually had, at one time, one of the teams that I was on, we actually had four cubicles that were separated from the rest of the team. Yes. We were just in our own little island. We called it the Island of Misfit Toys, and we actually made a sign to put up there, and I brought in a bunch of my figures. They just segregated you from the beautiful people. Right. (laughs) Or we were the beautiful people. Whatever they told you. So, so, yeah, we became... (laughs) However you sleep at night, sir. However you sleep at night. We became known as the Island of Misfit Toys. Nice. So it was a lot of fun. Number two for me, How the Grinch Stole Christmas.
1: That's the one that almost made the list. Oh, man. I I had it on the bottom, but I bumped it for the Smurfs. you got to be fucking kidding me. (gasps) I love the Smurfs. I don't care. You put the
0: Jim Carrey one on your top five movies. You have to put the original on your top five TV ones.
1: I thought about it, but I I bumped it recently. I would never
0: fucking bump the Grinch for the Smurfs. I can't
1: believe you bumped Chuck and Charlie
0: Brown. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me go into How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The 26-minute short was originally telecast on CBS December 18th, 1966.
1: Yeah. I've never seen it as a kid. I was a little scared. Oh, yeah. It's based on the children's book by Dr. Seuss. Right. Uh,
0: The story of the Grinch trying to take uh, Christmas away from the town folk of Whoville. (laughs) The Who's. Yes. Boris Karloff narrates the film and also provides the speaking voice of the Grinch.
1: Yeah. That's why it's creepy. Yeah. (laughs) That's why
0: I was scared. I'm going to get into that in a second, too. At the cartoon's original release, the program received mixed reviews, but it has since been recognized as a classic, with Rotten Tomatoes giving it a 100% rating. Wow. Wow, yeah. Boris Karloff was the only one of four voices actors in the special to have on-screen credit as the voice of the Grinch and the narrator. Boris Karloff's voice changes when he speaks for the Grinch. Originally, he spoke in his narrator voice throughout the whole thing, but after recording was complete... The highs in his voice were mechanically removed from the Grinch, giving him the grovelly voice heard in the finished version.
1: Nice. They made it
0: creepier. (laughs) This no, this was because Dr. Seuss initially disputed Karloff as the
1: Grinch, thinking that Boris Karloff would make the Grinch too scary. He was. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I was like, I was kinda terrified that my mom wanted me to watch it. I'm like, I don't really like that mom. Now did you know there were sequels to it? No.
0: A television special called Halloween is Grinch Night. Created by Day Day Pate, Frailing Inter- Enterprises, aired in CBS in 1977, eleven years after the Christmas special. I've never heard of it or seen it. This special involved the tale of the Grinch coming down to scare the Who's every Halloween, though less successful than the original. It was awarded an Emmy. That's got to be awesome. Yeah, it won an Emmy. We got to watch that. It must be good. I mean, let's look for DVDs of that. Now here's here's another sequel, which was. This actually has a pretty cool tie to geekdom. How the Grinch got drunk on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> no, no, This has a cool tie to geekdom. A later cartoon, The Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat, also known as The Cat in the Hat Gets Grinched, aired in, on ABC in 1982. Although it was credited with De, uh, De Pate Fraling who did the other sequel, it was actually produced by Marvel Productions. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which was taken over by De Pate Fraling in 1981. The special also earned an Emmy
1: yeah so Disney probably won't be releasing this anytime, no so. <laughs> but both both sequels earned an Emmy
0: wow which was just amazing yeah so. unreal
1: alright you're uh, number, uh, number one, one uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas right TV 1965 uh, I love Charles it. Schultz I don't know how you bumped it I mean it's the greatest I don't know how you bumped how Grinch stole Christmas so how the fuck you bumped Charlie Brown it's fucking Charlie Brown it's the fucking Grinch wow <laughs> Roadhouse
0: <laughs> Roadhouse
1: <laughs> explains everything Wow! Yeah, I, I love Charlie Brown. Um, there was actually figures made for that too. Now I don't own those figures, but I do own the uh, "It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown" figures. Oh, very cool! I found those at a local retail establishment here. Mark. Yes, like
0: I said, it's one of the few productions yeah. at Christmas time that tells you the real meaning behind Christmas for Catholics. Yeah, for, they
1: go into the biblical For non-religious people,
0: yeah. Christmases, Santa, and all that, that's fine. I get into all that, too. I yeah, love, oh yeah. I love all that, too. I'm not going to go on a religious rant. I, I like
1: the manger scenes where Santa Claus yeah. is bending down kissing baby Jesus.
0: Sure, that's cool. Those are awesome.
1: I, I love the religious side of it for my religion, and I love the commercial side of it. <laughs> so I, I told my wife I'm going to take the uh, baby Jesus out of our manger and put a Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> she want to
0: kill you for that? Yeah, yeah.
1: I got that. Uh, I can get a whole,
0: dog. I can yet. get a whole scene going. With Should that. you get like Princess Leia and Han over Yoda? Yeah, or R two. Put them in there, whatever. Or or um, you get Anakin as the little the little kid Anakin. Oh yeah, they're yeah. put them in there because it's Their third son. Or uh, there, here's a great figure to put in there. If you have the figure of a Salacious Crumb. No, if you have <laughs> almost he's small might even be better than he's this. small. If you have the figure of Ahsoka,
1: it comes oh, the little baby Jabba Hut. Job of the Hut. Oh, that's wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't think Jesus and big Jabba the job of the hut. There's a little job of the hut. It's job of the hut's nephew or yeah, something whatever, like that. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be cool to put in there. <laughs> I'd hang him on the tree before I put him in the major. Okay, that's me though. <laughs> or it okay. might be his son. It's his son. Jabba whatever. Hutt's yeah. Son. But uh, okay, my number one. Yeah, Rudolph the red
1: nosed reindeer. Classic. Right? I have all
0: the figures. Yeah, it's great. I have the play set. I have, I, I got it as I have two? the DVD. Yeah, I have it as number two. Um, yeah, I got the DVD, So it's too. Stop Motion Animation, Rankin and Bass. It first aired December 6, 1964 on NBC. Yeah. And was sponsored by General Electric. It was under the umbrella title of the General Electric Fantasy Hour. Nice. The special Just is Just ba- shut up and make lights. <laughs> the special is based on the song by Johnny Marks, which was uh, in turn taken from a 1939 poem of the same title written by Marx's brother-in-law, Robert L. May. Now, you know where off so the Red-Nosed
1: Reindeer first originally came about? It was a book. It was a poem. Poem, well, the book. And it was given out at, like, Macy's right. around Christmas time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was and a poem. Whatever. But they had it in book front, right. and they yeah, gave yeah. it away at, to kids waiting in line to see Santa Claus. It, it was, was a Macy's. But I don't think he was the first guy to sing it. I think uh, the cowboy guy sang it, Gene Autry. Well, no, but Marx wrote the song. The song for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote the song, so it could have been sung by somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I think Gene
0: Autry sung it. But he, it's just like Meatloaf. Meatloaf doesn't write his own songs. Jim Steinman
1: does. Jim Steinman does. So, yeah. and um, I like Meatloaf with red sauce as opposed to brown sauce. That's personal favorite. I like both. And I like um, Bad Out of Hell One better than Bad Out of Hell Two. I like both. I do too. <laughs> so uh, since but night- Bad Out of Hell Three, back into Hell, not so much. I'm all right with it. It's okay. It's not. As, it's not his yeah. best work. Uh, since 1972,
0: the special has aired over CBS, which unveiled a high-definition, digitally remastered version in
1: 2005. Yeah. And I like that Meatloaf likes baseball. Can we get back to Rudolph? The entertainer. Can we get back to Rudolph? Yeah. I don't Um, know if Meatloaf's a very cool Christmas guy, but whatever. I don't know. (laughs)
0: It has been telecast every year since
1: 1964. Yeah. Oh, little known trivia about that. You know what? That's what I'm giving you. Oh. (laughs) Well, this is just off the top of my head.
0: So you're cutting me off again
1: One more time Okay When the snowstorm hits And the papers all show The yeah. papers and stuff One of them says A local paper from Cleveland
0: Oh yeah yeah I did see that It's yeah. the Plain Dealer Plain Dealer yeah.
1: yeah So anyways back to Just a local connection Back to my trivia here Nothing that you fans Would even know So whatever So since it's run Unless every- you're from around here Go ahead Carry on. You've got like a page to read Go ahead I know I do because it's an awesome show It's no Charlie <laughs>
0: Brown Go ahead well, you obviously didn't care as much about Charlie Brown as I did about Rudolph. Everybody so. knows
1: Charlie Brown. There's nothing that I could say that would do that. There's some interesting stuff here. Keep going. So, tidbit away. It's
0: the longest running Christmas special on TV. Poppycock! And it's one of only four 1960s Christmas specials still being telecast. Charlie Brown. Do you know what the other ones are? Charlie Brown. Charlie
1: Brown. Brown. Uh, you were without a Santa Claus? Nope. No.
0: What? Holly Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. And Frosty the Snowman. That was from the 60s? Yep. Hmm. Best known Rudolph yeah, G9, sequel I I know. is Rudolph's Shiny, shiny New, New Year, Year. Yeah. from 1976, which is really weird. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. It's really weird, though. I have it. It first aired in ABC and still aired annually in ABC Family. The feature-length Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. I don't know if you ever not saw that. Not too good. No, not too good. And it's like cartoon and yeah, everything else. Yeah, not, not unfavorable. And, then, and it was released in the summer of 1979, which Arthur Rankin Jr. would later acknowledge was a bad idea. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Ah, we probably shouldn't have done that. Right. Uh, in 2001, Good Times Entertainment produced a directed video sequel. Do you know the title of this one? No. I have this. It's actually pretty good. What is it? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We do have. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's all right. Yeah, I like it's it. It's a little different than the original. Yeah. It's not like the same... Good Times had previously produced the animated
0: feature-length movie, film Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer: The Movie in 1998, yeah. which was not. Wasn't
1: good. it like, like taking an airplane back to the island of Misfit something Toys like or something? Yeah, it's well,
0: that. the the live-action one was yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and then uh, which was unrelated to the Rankin/Bass and Bass one, the live-action yeah. one, Misfit Toys that was released. On the other hand, features the full supporting cast of the original special. It was produced using CGI instead of stop motion techniques. Yeah, that's the one. Of but us. I don't think yeah. you can really tell that
1: much. Yeah, it looks kind of the same. Yeah. Now I wasn't. It's okay. It's not as good as the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Oh uh, well, no, that's the
0: number one. But I, I still liked it. Now here's the thing I love with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Have Have you ever seen the Mad TV spoofs that they've done? Uh, December sixteenth, nineteen ninety five. Episode of Fox Networks comedy series Mad TV aired "Raging Rudolph," which parodied Martin Scorsese's film "Raging Bull." Yes, nice, and there, there, it's hilarious because they bleep stuff out, but they're basically saying like, "Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck am I? Why am Yukon Cornelio, the (laughs) baddest assassin of all of?
1: Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. (laughs) Sam,
0: uh, the Snowman, narrates in a Joe Pesci like voice. Yeah, and uh, Rudolph and Hermie. Our violent mafia-style re- revenge on their tormentors. This was followed by two sequels: The Rainfather spoofing the Godfather trilogy, and A Pack of of Gifts Now spoofing Apocalypse Now. Nice. The original skit also rebroadcasted in Mad TV's 300th episode. Nice. Uh, I love that. That was. I saw that in college. It cracked me up.
1: Yeah, um, I know. I just re- saw today on uh, one of those news channels. Like uh, I was like, I, I was watching CNN of all things. Uh, and the Godfather's house is up for sale. Oh, really? Where they shot the yeah. opening scenes where yeah. his uh is getting married. You get a, did you get a horse's get a, head with it? Sure. Oh, that <laughs> was a different house. <laughs> yeah. You sure, for the price they want. <laughs> um, it's like three or four million bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's everything. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's uh, the top fives. Of, five tour reviews, comic reviews, and that's bullshit. (laughs) Thanks for staying with us. It's definitely a long
0: episode. Yeah, we got nothing else. And uh, next episode is going to be the commentary. Yes. And again, we're not revealing what it is, but you don't have to do anything to prepare for it. No, no. We will provide you a link. Yeah. And you will watch along with us. Link up. And I apologize in advance.
1: (laughs) And if you like the Ghost of Christmas Past, whatever.
0: uh it 's not a christmas carol ah uh, but uh but it 's something related to our show and christmas and it 's going to take a little over two hours. I look forward to it so no you would uh, you do now <laughs> <laughs> it 's something chuck 's never seen it 's something i 've seen once and yeah. i'm so dreading if you follow the show you probably know what it right. is right so uh so get the mountain dew and doing pizza rolls ready right um with that let 's go ahead and give our information out. We can reach us at podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website to get episodes. It's starjoes.com. You can uh, chat with us on the forums. It's uh, thecomicforums.com, or you can just go to our website, and there's Click a link, the link yeah. there's a link right there for our forum. Download us at iTunes. You can download us on iTunes. Please leave us a review there. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook. And you can chat with us on Facebook. You can chat with us on
1: Facebook. If you pull so, up Starjoes on Facebook and you start chatting, one of us will say hi. Right, if we're on. If you see it, yeah, right. The
0: <laughs> and uh, there is a Star Joe's profile. but There's also a Star Joe's fan site. I recommend going with the fan site because there's more material you get there. The photos for it. and there's
1: more stuff. Yeah.
0: So, but if you want to go to the profile, you can do that too. Whatever. We, we don't care. We're up to like 82 people on the fan site. Yeah. That's plus, there's like another 40, 40 50. Some, yeah. 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 So it's, it's some of weird. them are duplicates. though. Yeah. But hey, but we uh, like
1: friends. Just come be a yeah. friend.
0: So and and probably in the new year we'll kind of do a recap of kind of where we are as a community together or yeah. something like that and we'll say kind of, everybody's name and we'll we'll talk about no, we won't do that. <laughs> and we'll t- and we'll also talk about it's like the things- wrap room. I see Billy yeah. and Marky and January. In January we'll also talk about some things that have changed in this show that yeah, we're
1: we're kind of a sausage fest. We need more chicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. But some things that have changed over time in the show and and just kind of nostalgia. Yeah, where we
1: are, are
0: a year in cap, a year in, in review. And we're going to do that whole nominations thing and it'll be a fun time. So, yeah. but until then, there'll probably be maybe two more episodes this year, which will be the movie commentary and another blooper episode, which has a, a lot of new material that you guys have never heard before. Yeah. So
1: with that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the, you want to finish ruffling papers there? Well, what I was doing, I was going to say, because uh, just uh, on the movie commentary, what we're also going to do is go over some of our uh, Christmas-related memories and yeah. we'll discuss those too. yeah. A little closer to the holidays. If we survive through the movie commentary, we'll do it first. We might
0: stab ourselves. We'll do in that the first, eye. then watch. Okay. It. All right. So with that, we'll go ahead and close by saying, "The force
1: will be with you because knowing us is half the battle."
0: Take care, guys. Later.
1: Just get out of here. I'm staying. I'm not a scaredy cat.
0: No, but you could be a dead cat. Six. Quick, swim to shore. That even the hint of a thunderstorm get right out of the water. Thanks,
1: your advice is electrifying.
0: If this happens again, you'll know what to do. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle.
1: G.I. Joe!